0: What's what the
1: fuck? <laughs> what's going on i don't know what happened with that one that wasn't the intro that i planned so i mean we already here let's just get it on the pop because uh we all have little ones running around that we got to get to so welcome to hanging with hendo you know if you see these faces it's the best night of the week we come in here. We talk about topics. This is the show for the people, of the people, by the people. And we are just the mouthpieces, and you are the puppeteers that give us the material to work with. So, I like to thank my panel, <coughs> for dropping by and hanging out with me. You may see some new faces in here, like my best friend Stacy, who we go back
2: Hello.
1: to. We go back to the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, we go back to the, we go back to elementary school.
2: Long time ago. Long time ago, and
1: <laughs> of course, you all know Chris is joking from the Deep Cover Podcast and the Ravens Roundtable. What's going on, Chris? What's going on,
3: Hendo? Appreciate you having me. I felt bad the last time, couldn't make it, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm back here, back in dad mode, so, you know, I'm, I'm good to go.
1: Facts, facts. I'm glad you're here. You know, I'm had to get you on. A, I'm had to get you on the other show so we can talk football because, like I said, you know X's and O's like we don't. You know, we just talk speculation football. You actually know play breakdown, player evaluations, and things like that. So I would love to get you on the show to talk about those things. No doubt. Anytime, man. Anytime you let me know, you know, we I I'll be there. Yes, sir. Let me and say that.
4: Let me let me say this real quick. though know, when we was having our draft the other night, yeah, and it got down to the late rounds. I was thinking about Chris, like, who did he, who did he say? <laughs> like, this oh, this is a dude that Chris was talking about. <laughs> so you help me out, Chris. I think I got some late round stills.
1: Cool, cool. Draft. Yes, we have somebody else that wants to join. I'm not sure about this one.
4: Uh oh. Uh oh. Who tried to jump on?
1: I'm not really sure about this one.
4: Not him. Uh, oh, I was about to not say. Him.
1: <laughs> you, What's you up, ain't Jose? Sure about Jose? What's going on? <laughs> nah. What's up,
5: Jose? How you doing, bro?
1: What's going on, Andre? How y'all doing? Good, good, man. a just have a dude in my, in, in my DMs <laughs> ask, asking to be down. I don't know, I can't stand them sometimes, but hey, let's make this a party. Hi. so like I said, this is the show for the people, of the people, by the people, where you all give us questions and we answer them. So as I wait for this gentleman to see if he's set up, because I'm sure he has a bevy of answers for everything we got going on. But let's jump into this, because like I said, I don't know how much time I got (laughs) babies running around. Uh Uh-oh. I'm sorry, a, a giant baby running around. My apologies. My apologies. All okay. right. So, first question from the people is discuss a bond that you love and or hate. Start with mm-hmm. you, Dre. Love um, hmm. Remember this. Is the new remember this is the new Dre. Remember okay. we just had that conversation beforehand. This is the new yes, Dre. Yes, so I'm, yes. so I'm, I'm I'm listening.
5: All right. I love sweets. And I wrestle with sweets. So I love, but I hate sweets. You know what I mean? Because it tastes so good. But then it's so bad for you. I hear that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Especially them Oreos.
2: Damn them Oreos.
5: Oh, my God. Damn oh. them Oreos. So Toad that's
1: the <laughs> So that's the superficial ball that you're going to put up?
5: Yes. Off the, off the rip, off the top. off the sweet. That's the first thing that came to my mind was sweets. You know, he he we, don't we all wrestle? Don't we all wrestle with sweets? Who don't yeah. like sweets? I mean, come on, now.
1: So But okay, listen, I, I, I struggle I, with that. You're you're right, <laughs> I struggle with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm listen. I'm not denying anything that you're saying, mm-hmm. but you have a bond with with sweets. Have I a bond do. A, I okay. do.
5: Sometimes it'll wake me out of my sleep.
1: That's that's Facts. a fact. Yes, a, yes.
6: That, y'all and, have. I a mean, problem. yeah. I mean, look. Would you consider addiction a bond? I mean sugar addiction is real
0: yeah yeah
3: now, that, that's you know? one of my vices too I, I don't drink but man if my friends bring candy to my house like if, if i got a fight like if there's a fight going on and they bring candy i'm like yo don't bring that in here like don't bring no cookies <laughs> don't bring no mikey already knows my there.
6: spread when we have
3: parties <laughs> Bro,
4: nah, i gotta i, I gotta got get you know i, I gotta think of jose when i'm going shopping because you know, Jose don't eat, you know, he eats select things, but I know he likes his sweet. So if I'm ha- if I'm hosting the party, soon as they walk in, I'd be like, Hey, bro.
0: Yeah.
4: I got you over there. He hook it up too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. All right, Stacey. Um,
2: I think you expected us to go a little deeper, right? <laughs> I, expect give, I expect you to get I expect you to get any okay. answer that you right. or- know. I don't know. I I'd say the one with my children because I want to believe, I like, I love the bomb with my children. Um, Nobody can ever break it, but at the same time, it's hard to know when they're they're lying to you. I mean, you build that over time, but it's like, when they be lying, like, my son, every day, act like he's sick and don't want to go to school. (laughs) He put on the biggest dramatic scene in a movie ever, right? And you're like, is he telling the truth, or is he like, it's hard to say, like... But, you Did know, you I try me? to explain the boy who called Wolf, you know, the story to him. Like, nobody gonna believe you, boy. Like, you keep lying every day about this. So that's, I mean, I'd say that. My children. Like, I love it, but it's hard because you won't believe them. And you know they lying. Okay. <laughs> you know okay.
0: they
4: lying. A-E-G. Yes. All right. Mike? Yeah, you know, I, I would say family, right? <clears throat> and I say it, I say it for this reason. I, I mean, I go a little in depth, but like, I I come from a very, very close family, right? Like thick as thieves. I mean, even watching my parents and their aunts, and uncles like get together like weekly. That's where I grew up. I seen every Saturday at my at my house, my parents' house, it was a party, right? And it was it wasn't like set up. It was just like you knew Saturday folks was coming over. If it was warm, you knew the grill was gonna be going. It was just what it was, it's was just what I was used to. So um as we started to lose you know some of the elder statesmen in the family like that kind of waned off but we were still like close but like probably I'll say maybe like a year and a half ago two years ago me and my sister who was like this right we had a falling out and we and we didn't speak for that year and a half, <laughs> you know, and that's that was odd for us and odd for our family. So just because everybody know how close me and my sister is or was, like be, us not talking was like the end of the world to the rest of the family. And people tried to fix it, but it was just like, yo, know, it's one of those things that just took some time. Now, you know, we back talking again, and you know, we hit the ground running, but you know it was just what it was but it was it was difficult for people to see it was even difficult for me and i'm sure it was difficult for her for her so i'd say that 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 bond you have with your family you know what i mean can be love and hate Cause sort of sort of like stacy said with her kids but you know it's that yeah. family can be great same thing and family can be you know that. <laughs> they could be bad for you, right? You so want to believe like, them. You want right. to believe them, too. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Fam- family can be that, you know, the ones who, you know, kind of pulling you down subconsciously, and you don't know that. So I say that.
1: Okay. Chris?
0: Alright,
3: made it right back on time. That's uh, <laughs> them kids.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know. Um,
3: uh, A bond that I love slash hate is um
1: And or Maybe just you just love it when you hate something else. It doesn't have to be intertwined into one thing.
3: Okay. Well, this one I love it and I hate it at the same time. Like um, my neighborhood. Like I love my neighborhood. I love I but I hate the bond that I have with it because I could move to like the suburbs and you know it would be cheaper. Life would be, you know, be more open. But I love my neighborhood too much to leave. Like I know everybody.
2: Damn, um, I wish
3: I had that. <laughs> yeah, like every like everybody knows my daughters.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, like I don't have to worry about anything like like for school like I wanted to change her school and I was able to do it in a heartbeat because I knew somebody. And it's like if I go to another place, I'm not going to have that. Like I got to start all over.
0: Right.
3: And um but then there's times where it's like yeah, I, I kind of do want a backyard. You know, I want a backyard. I want to have more space. But then it's like, all right, but then I got to, you know, weigh the good and the bad of it. And uh, I struggle with that sometimes. I just, Like, some days I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm leaving. But then it's days like today, like when we were outside all day and they're seeing their friends, they're seeing people, you know, that they've known their whole lives. And it's like,
2: nah, can't, can't leave. It's hard to get a good neighborhood. It <clears throat> definitely is it for is. your kids. Yeah. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. and
1: it's not like it used to be where you had neighbors looking out for you and your children's right. welfare. It's mm-hmm. totally different. Yeah,
3: you know, right. there, there's people in my building who like I was walking up my building because I haven't lived in this building my whole life, but I grew up in this area. Mm-hmm. When I moved here three years ago, and it was this, I was walking out the building, and there was this old lady staring at me. I was like, damn, like, the hell was she a blood? Like, why is she staring at me so hard? <laughs> right. And um, then she came up to me. She was like, Who's your grandmother? I told her, I'm like, Oh, my grandma, I told my grandmother's name. I said, Is it is adora? And she said, I know your grandmother. And she said, I can see in your face. Like, I see her in your face. That's cool. And I was like, yeah. damn. Like, and she was like, You ever need anything? You come upstairs, you want coffee or something? You come upstairs and you ask me. And I'm like, damn, like, you know, that's hard to get. Hard, oh. hard, hard to get. You know, my grandmother's been dead for like eight years, you know, mm-hmm. and for somebody to you know, have that bond and be able to just see me and and you know reach out like that. You know, that's that's something special and and you know I, I I really do appreciate and cherish that.
1: That's what's up. I agree, Jose.
6: Man, that's kind of deep. I don't know how I follow that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say sports, man. Like in, in particular, NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Like like we all have a. a I mean we can call that addiction to the sports, obviously. Thanks. And yes, hey, shout out to the coach. I see I see <laughs> that I see that that uh the chalice. Chalice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, obviously, you know, you know, sports brings us I mean it brought us all together, right? I mean our love for football, love for Ravens and you know, I mean even even Ferris who who's a Giants fan, you know, uh, you know, I we can't hear you, Ferris. But uh, no, right. no, you can't hear you. But yeah, yeah, but I mean just you know we lo- I love it and I hate it at the same time because we know the evil side of the business, especially for the NFL. Right. I mean, we're talking about Lamar um, and how the owners are kind of colluding, not cutting, they are colluding against them. Right. Yeah. Uh, we talk about racism in sports all the time. Um, so there's an ugly side to it. And, you know, it's a multi-billion dollar industry that, you know, I, I hate that part of it. Right. And there are times I'm just like, man, why do we support this the you know the way they treat us? Uh but every Sunday we're we're watching it. And and I and I love it. I, I love watching those games, you know. Uh, I I love watching uh, you know basketball. And I have weighing myself off of college sports because I that part I, I just I, I couldn't get with man, like not paying athletes at all. Uh okay. and anytime an athlete got paid even under the table, they made them seem like they're criminals. Nah, like that part I, I just I I wipe my hands of, of college sports, but even that I I'll, I'll look at tape and stuff like that because you know we got the draft, we got the NFL draft, we got the NBA draft, um, so you, you I can't be completely out of it of it, but yeah, um, yeah, that's
7: that's that's it, man. Sports.
1: Thanks, thanks, thanks. First,
7: um, my dad. That's a that's a that's a bond, because growing up, so there's uh four boys, two girls. And growing up out of the four dude out of the four boys, I was always the one like, you're your dad. My older brother wasn't my dad. My little my first little brother wasn't my dad. And my last little brother weren't my dad. They're like, You're your dad. They always pointed me out. They're like, you look like him, you act like him, you're him. And I'm like, sure, bro, whatever. Yeah, right. And I'm exactly like him. It's <laughs> it's it's beyond insane. Um, we argue about the it's every time I talk to him, it's like a mirror image of me, mm-hmm. me and him. meaning, you know, like how like the things that mean him annoy each other because we're the same person, because the stuff we do that annoy each other, like he does stuff like he's lazy, I'm lazy on occasion. Um, You know, I get like people talk about like your dad has a great heart. I get that from him. Um, uh, He works tooth and nail. He's been working since he was, since he was 12. And I've been working since I was 15. So, you know, we people misconstrued our sometimes like sometimes we just we we take breaks. Like people talk, oh, you're lazy. Like, nah, I just know in my mind that I'm gonna take a break. Cause, you know, cause nowadays they try to force us to work like dogs until we burn out. Mm-hmm. And my dad has realized I ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna take a week off. I'll see y'all later. And you're like, wait, what? Like, yeah, have have a nice day. And nothing stops him. He doesn't care what people think of him. He doesn't care. He does his own thing. He moved, like, all his brothers, all his family, they all live in the same city. They're all 15, 30 minutes away from each other. They're, like, right next to each other. My dad was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm leaving. So y'all have a nice day. And he decided to move three hours away because he wanted his own store. He wanted to do his own thing. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, can and every day I'm like, I, I when I'm when they say you're your dad, I get angry and I'm like, hey, I'm not my dad. But then like when I'm not angry, I'm like, damn it, I'm my dad. Because that's that's the way he operates, man. Yeah. He he doesn't look for handouts, he doesn't to his detriment, to his detriment, he thinks he can figure everything out, just like me, to my own detriment. Then when it's too late, I'm like, I need help. Same thing with him. When it's too late, he needs help. But, yeah, me and my dad, we we're stick as thieves. we hate each other sometimes. we love each other all the time. Okay, I, just, I actually I had to leave because he called me. <laughs> I said, I said, I'll be right back. He called me literally five minutes ago, talking about I, I, am I feeling better because I'm sick right now, and he's uh, visiting family in Fresno, so like he literally just called me like five minutes ago. So why don't you kind of weird. Now? It was really weird.:
1: Yeah, why don't you why
7: now?
6: Yeah why don't you rest? Then?
7: 'Cause I'm I'm my dad, man. I'm always working, man. I'm always working. I'll pass out on stream.
1: Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. All right. So as for me, um Actually, I think, I was up I think, some food earlier too. I think Chris kind of took took t- took away my thought process and Jose, because I kept pivoting, and those were two things that were dear to me. So it it's uh I guess it's fate that my daughter came in here. And I guess I'll I will play off of that some. So a bond that I'm, I love right now is the bond that I have with my granddaughter. Now, for those that don't know, she is no way blood related. She has no ties to this family. She has no ties to my wife's family. But for me and her, we don't turn kids away. And I think that with my daughter i don't know she's ever understood the fact that growing up i had her at 19 and yes you know i helped raise my my cousin's child but that child was not mine so with her she was kind of an experiment to an extent i don't think that she knows that and also financially i wasn't in a place that i got to later on in life so things were a little bit different you know the, the the activities we did. Um, The things that she wanted. I know last week she talked about the the, uh, party she had in the park, but it was just certain things that I couldn't give her and I couldn't do for her because the situation was a little bit different. And I think that I try to make up for it with this with this with this baby, my granddaughter, you know. um, The situation wasn't ideal how she came into this family, but for me. It was kind of love at first sight. And I knew that her mother maybe wasn't equipped enough to take care of her as she should. So I am the only one. And I think this is why that little girl is so attached to me. I'm the only one. And and for fellas out there that don't know this or expected fathers, when you have a newborn baby, you have to do skin-to-skin contact. And I'm the only one that did that with that baby. And ironically, our bond is the strongest. So that is a bond that I love. You know, she, she irks me to to no end, especially (laughs) since she can walk and talk. And, and what we don't know is she may be autistic. We don't, we're not, we're not for certain, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't stop her. It doesn't hinder her. It's just, she communicates a little bit differently, but that doesn't change a thing for me. And I love that little girl to death. Um, As far as some, a bond that I might hate It's a it's a love-hate relationship, and it's YouTube. I love hate YouTube. I love this. I've come to love live streaming. I've come to, you know, I love the community that we've built, the connections, the bonds, the people that I've met through this. Like I love that. Like we have a real sense of community here, but I hate. All the work that you put into this, I agree. And you turn around and you look, and you like twenty people watched it. Now I know you're not supposed to do it for numbers, but you like Yo, I spent eight hours editing. This.
2: Hashtags is it supposed to have hashtags? is is not. This is right. stressful. Yeah, oh, yeah, baby. I understand.
1: So it's like, man, I just spent all this time editing this video. And I'm like, yo, this Too is going to be the one. This is going to be the one that's going to blow up. Yes. I'm not even going to look at them numbers because I know it's about to blow. Two days later,
2: 45 people. All right, I All, right,
1: all right, going to do this shit no more.
2: I can relate every time, What you're
1: saying? Like I, that's
6: why they say you're supposed to fall in love with the process, right?
1: I do love the process. This is right? grind, the grind, yeah. man.
6: Don't, don't don't follow. Yeah, them. I'm going, going on, on like three
2: and a half years. I'm going on three and a half. I've Googled everything like I learned on my own. Nice. Everything, pretty much. But yeah, every I feel like you. Every like, oh, this is gonna be the one <laughs> that I'm gonna upload. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> you I do the it. you do the research.
1: I you do research it. other yeah.
2: stuff, you're like, all right, oh.
1: that look kind of cool. I'm gonna make something similar like this. All right, let me make this thumbnail. That would kinda look all right. And you put that video out, and then people are like. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. But then I'll copy a little short and throw that on real quick. Twenty five hundred views. Oh,
2: they don't oh. count that though. They don't count the shorts, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, right. Or oh, that don't count towards your watch hours. No. Nah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes, Brandon, get out of your comfort zone. We all had to. That's right. Yeah, hey, man. But you look. What you scared for? Like yo, uh, you. I remember my video relay. had like five views one time.
7: Yeah. I mean,
2: I'm five people. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks I had 15 y'all.
7: subscribers. So that was a big deal.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. They say you're supposed to have what? A third of your subscribers watch your videos and you yeah. should be good. Yeah. You had a third. So
6: when me and you know. B got like, when we first got like 21 views, 22 views, something like that. I got pumped because I was like, all right. I know I watched it. I had I had my girl watch it. You know, what I'm saying I'm counting. Kind of, I was like, all right, mm-hmm. right. I'm like, I'm like,
7: okay. Out of 21, at least 11 of them are, are
6: strangers. They know me. They know me. They it. I was like, yo, somebody's watching this, B.
7: Hey man, when we hit double digits, bro, when we got 10, I'm like, you know, guys, I think this right. is going somewhere. Yeah, 10 people watched it, and we and we, you know, we I didn't tell none of my family to watch it because me, I'm like, you know, like like we talked, Mike, like you and you and Hendo talked about like. Why do you get support from people who don't know you than people who do know you, right? So me, what I do is, you know, you got, I want to grow the fan base first and then, you know, be like, then the family is going to come. So if you grow, the, that's why I was like, let's grow the fan base first, have like fans and supporters. Then that's all I'm like, yeah, we've got 10 people we don't know. Watch our stuff.
0: I feel like it's
2: really better to have your own, instead of your family, because mm-hmm. you want your little your niche to watch it, like the niche and mm-hmm. the people that like your stuff, because your family's not going to watch it the whole They're going to mess up your hours. Yeah. I feel also, like too, like, if it. you
7: think about it, right, you know, it's all about community engagement with YouTube, right? Let's say you have 10,000 subscribers, just 10,000. That's a lot, but in the grand scheme of things, not a lot of people think that's a lot, but 10,000 people are always commenting and Talking to you, and you're always, you know, you're, you're like always watching and grinding and stuff. You can make a good money, you know, you can make some good stuff, right? It's all about or if those engagement. people that's
2: following you because they feel like they have to, they're not really going to engage, exactly. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's all of my friends. It's all a game, none of them in there, no nothing.
2: Hello, I thought so listen. <laughs> It's hard, and let me tell you, Facebook's the worst because you'll hear crickets on Facebook. Well, you pull something on there, ain't nobody saying that. That's why I like Instagram better than anything. It's hard, like to promote on Facebook for a business. Instagram, I say, has been my most successful.
7: Because yeah, not a lot of people like talk about. Don't, like some people do, but not a lot of like, people talk like to talk about themselves and like put themselves out there. Because like it's a, it's scary. You put yourself out there, and then someone tells you you suck. That's a that's a that's a sobering experience. Yeah. Like you know, no one wants to do that. People, there are some people who love to do that. They're vain. They're they're egomaniacs. And they love to be everywhere. But most people are like, I'm not trying to put my full self out there And yeah. some rando. Jermaine, eighty five, seventy seven. Say, you know what? You stink. You look yeah. like a you look like a dumb dumb. And then you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Jermaine.
1: 75 73. I know what you
3: mean. <laughs> and, and also those those 10 watching, those are gonna be the loyal ones. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you so you rather have the loyal people who really rock with you
0: mm-hmm. than Excellent.
3: than like the you know, the fabricated numbers of, of people, you know, that's it's not much substance okay. behind it. You know, it's like a flash in the pan, like they'll mm-hmm. watch one or two videos, but you know the people that's always gonna rock with you week in, week out, so you know developing that strong base that's that's the important part
2: i feel like it's hard too with each a platform because (laughs) people will see your numbers on youtube and they like for me if my podcast if i put up a video on youtube but yet my audio version is getting way more listens than the video version you know people don't know what kind of listens you're really getting so many different platforms for everybody to hear your stuff depending on what you do
1: no, we're going to get some uh, advice from you on that audio side.
2: Oh, yeah. You don't have the audio version going
1: on? We do. Holler, holler at me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell it, you I know,
2: have. You know,
1: we, we, we ain't got the numbers you got, Stacey. So, you know. Okay. Okay.
2: No, no, I like your YouTube numbers, though. Your YouTube numbers are pretty good. I was like, All right, go we're, ahead. Going,
1: we're, going, we're going to have a group session after this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's 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 it. It. <laughs> Let's talk about other
2: some, something. something else. <laughs> All right.
1: Let's get on to this next question. Starting with you, theorists. If you could go back in time and restart one part of your life, where would it be and why?
7: I would have taken my brother's offer of going to Cal Junior Football Camp in seventh grade instead of so, going to Yosemite.
1: It's about two years ago. Yes. Got gotcha.
7: you. Yeah. Uh, but, but um, yeah, no, no, no. Damn, that's a good question, though. Um, Shoot. Uh.
6: Wow. Hey, who are asking these questions, man. They, you always get the hardest questions. It's a hard question. <laughs>
7: I'm like, damn. am
1: like, Listen, I, I guess there's people. Oh yeah. Oh,
7: I got it. I got it. Are you sure? Uh, leaving, leaving football other, earlier than than I sh- than I should have. I shouldn't have stayed my senior year. I should have left because that that quickly that that ruined football for me. That ruined that entire process. Ruined it for me. You know, I was out surrounded by lying, lying coaches telling me you come to practice every day, you work hard, you go get playing time. I would have been like, nah, I'm out, dog. Cause that ruined football, I almost got, so like my junior year, I almost got kicked out of my after school program that helped me get into college. Cause I, I believe that you know my coaches lies. And then I realized, nah, I ain't, I ain't with that nonsense. So I probably probably left, I would probably leave earlier. Because like there's a lot of a lot of these coaches, man, they're bad for these kids because they're not very good people. They're just liars. They're not here to make great men. They're just they're just here to and the and the people who started in front of me were sucked. I just won't put I won't put that for the record. They weren't very good. None of them went D1, by the way. Only one of them did. They stunk. I'm I'm being real. I know how to set the edge, bro. I know how to set the edge. Unlike these other people, who don't know how to set the edge, bro. That pissed me off. They saw me every day in practice setting the edge. Properly, then in the game they put dipshit in front of me, saying buddy You, a hey, man, you, you ain't, you ain't. Like, oh, but why, why? Because I'm five seven. I still know how to set the edge better
1: than him. Hey, <laughs> <All right. laughs> first, first, right. sorry. No, no, you good, you good. Um, can you say set the edge for me one more time? What? Say set, set the edge, man. One you more time. The, you just hey, set, set <laughs> the
7: edge, bro. You always gotta set the edge. It's the one thing in football. If you don't set the edge, you ain't gonna win. I know how to set the edge. Unlike you these other people, weird. they're just tall. That's it. They were a waste of height. They were a waste of height, and they did nothing. If I was six foot one, they would never start. All right, I'm done. Ah.
1: <laughs> Where's <against> the gangster hamster? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. You, okay. hey, you want to know who? You want to no, know who got no, doubted
7: because they because they were short? Aaron <laughs> Donald. He got doubted, and guess where he is? He going to the Hall of Fame. All right, now I'm done.
1: Could have been sure? Aaron Donald.
7: God you damn quit. You quit. No, I didn't quit. That was that was my problem. I didn't quit, Jose. I
1: stayed, Jose. <laughs> um, man, I mean, look, I
6: could I, I could I could take this uh, many many different ways. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> many. <laughs> I I will say, um, I will go back to my time around the mil when I was in the military, right? Um, because right. I think I mean I I did four years i don't have any regrets or anything like that yeah. um got a got a good job afterwards but i think i would went back there and and focused my time on completing college when i was in the military so i didn't have to use my gi bill when i got out i can get the free education when i was in and focus on it right I, when i got out i mean i had a good paying job when i got out i was a defense contractor mm-hmm. um but you know I, I just i got sick of it right um uh, having to keep a clearance having having them just go through you know every part of your life you, you know what i'm saying like i just i didn't want to deal with that anymore and you know I, I did a couple of jobs after that and eventually landed into it which is what i do now and it was great but i, I could have started this this thing no. <laughs> decades ago right <laughs> so probably just and that's that's most people when you get older you know um you get more knowledge and and you you land where you land and you you'd think, man, if I could go back and start this process earlier, you know, um, I'd be better off. But I mean, you know, that that's part of living life. You know, you 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 experience things, you learn things. So I can't say I regret it, but just me where I'm at now, if I could go back, yeah, that's that's
3: probably the one thing I would do.
1: Okay. Can I change my answer? Chris.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um I I'll probably go with um Uh, My junior year of high school, uh, uh, my mom and I, we we was uh, homeless during that time. And, uh, you know, it was a real messed up situation. Like um, after 9-11, a lot of people started moving over to Brooklyn because Manhattan is right next to Brooklyn. So people didn't feel safe living in Manhattan. So they started moving to Brooklyn because it's close to Manhattan. So you can still go to work, but you don't have to live in the city because everybody thought there was going to be another terrorist attack. And um, what that did was that basically drove the people out. Like what landlords started doing was driving people out from these neighborhoods and increasing the rent. And that uh, the apartment that we lived in, it belonged to my grandmother, but she she moved out of state, so she gave it to us when she left. And um, the the landlord found it out, put us right on the street, no warning, no nothing, put us right mm-hmm. on the street. And uh, Dad like changed like my whole mindset, you know, Mm. I, I was, I became angry. Like I was just, I wasn't myself, you know, and that, that like changed the trajectory of my life. You know, I I became, you know, hanging out more in the streets and stuff like that and just, you know, not being who my mom, you know, pretty much raised me to be, you know, I felt like I had to, I had to kind of like become a different person in order to, you know, take care of myself. And, you know, because I was in the streets more, you know, like, I don't got a place to be. Like, I'm done with school. It's not like my mom's picking me up from school. You know, I'm a junior in high school. She's not picking me up. So I'm hanging out in the streets afterwards. Right. And, um, you know, I, I made a lot of bad choices, you know, that cost me a lot. So um, if I could go back and do that, like, that's the one point where I'm like, damn, what if that never happened? Like, my whole life could have been different. But then also at the same time, you know, it taught me a valuable lesson. Like, I made a lot of those mistakes when I was younger. You know, maybe if I don't do that when I'm 16, 17, 18, 19 years old, maybe I make those when I'm an adult, you know, when I'm 24, 25, 26, when the the stakes are a little bit higher. I was lucky that, you know, none of it really, like, I I didn't go to jail for 10 years, you know, I didn't, I, I, you know, thankfully I didn't get killed or anything like that, but, you know, I got lucky in that sense and in the sense that it taught me, you know, a valuable lesson like it's just, if something bad happens, that doesn't mean that, you know, you change, you change up and you just shield yourself from the world, you know, and you feel like you got to become, you know, this aggressive monster in order to get through life. You know, you, Mm -hmm. you could still be yourself, but get, get through whatever you're going through. And it is, when you look down the line, like the, the hardships that you go through, they make you a better person when you look back at it.
1: Facts, facts, facts. Mike.
4: <laughs> oh man. Like Jose said, I could go <laughs> I could go a couple ways with this one, but I, the one that keeps playing in my head is probably the obvious one. And if you listen to my show, you probably heard me talk about it before. But uh March twenty-third. 2014, 32nd birthday, my dad passed. I go back and change that shit in a heartbeat. It was probably it was the the roughest day of my life. And 32, like you know, we all say, man, I'm 21, I'm a grown ass man. Mm-hmm. I ain't realize <laughs> I didn't realize I wasn't a grown ass man until I turned 32 years old and my dad passed. And that's when, you know, I had to, I was thrusting into a role that I, it was fight or flight. You know what I'm saying? Because my mom, my mom was sickly, so my mom needed a caregiver. So I instantly became my mom's caregiver. So I be I lost my dad and then became a caregiver within hours. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, it was a whirlwind and I just had to, you know, I ain't have time to mm-hmm. think about right. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, my dad died. It's my fucking birthday. But shit, I gotta make sure mom good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was just phew, bro, that that day was crazy. That day was crazy. So I would I would definitely, definitely go
1: back and reverse that. Indeed. Stacy. Excuse
2: me. Um Sometimes I'm like, you know, there's a lot of things that I could change, too. But you remember that movie, The Butterfly Effect, when, like, he would change stuff and mm-hmm. it would mess everything else up? If you ever, if you never watched it, it's uh, Ashton Kutcher. And he would go back and change little things, but it would fuck all other kind of things up. So I was like, hmm, I wonder what kind of things you'd mess up. But I don't know, maybe back to before I bought this house. <laughs> I hate this neighborhood. I hate everything, and I'm stuck here. So I see. I don't want to change too much. I like where I'm at in my life. And my my little one's at the door. <laughs> That's a good answer though.
0: But go ahead, guys. Yeah.
2: Go ahead and talk.
6: That's the thing, though, right? Like, like you don't, um, you know, like, like the experiences that you that that you gain along the way help shape who you are now, mm-hmm. right? Like, you, yeah, you think about those yeah. bad points in your life. You know, you're like, man, I would change that. But, like, how would mm-hmm. that shape who you are today? You know, how would you be able to equip uh, things that you that you handle today? And, you know, for us, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was hard on us. But it gives us that knowledge that we can pass down to our no kids. Time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. that, that that's, a, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Yeah.
5: Drake. And, you know, it's I, I swear on everything I love. I was just sitting here listening to all of y'all. And I said to myself, I wouldn't go back you know what i mean for those reasons but one in particular is would i be who i am now you know going back may change a lot of things you know the lessons i learned ash man i did a lot of messing up lord i could be on here for a whole hour telling you all the stuff that i did but if i'm honest with myself i feel like i'm the wisest i ever been uh with my sons i promote self-discovery for everybody knowing who they are and it took me this long to figure out who i am you know what i mean loving myself being who i am i am who i am today and i can't say i would have been that same guy five years ago ten years ago let alone a teenager y'all know my story i felt like i had to run with a crew i had insecurity issues so yeah i think i'm my wiser self today so
1: I wouldn't go back. Awesome, Hmm. dope. That's a good. That's a good point. Um, What's up, man? I, on the other hand, ninety-eight percent. I've been the same person since I was seventeen. Not too much has changed. A little more confident. A little more vocal. You know. So, I guess I would. I would kind of wager that for me, as in, like you, Jose, with the military. Um I had plans, I had goals, and it was like you know, you go in the military, you get this free education while you're in, and then you get the GI Bill once you get out. So you have avenues that are open to you that weren't necessarily there before. But like most of the young fools in the military, I got damn wild out.
0: Yes. When I, <laughs> listen,
1: when I say I got to the military and wild wow, bruh. First time alone, first time out of the state of Maryland. 19 years old. I'm in North Carolina. I'm in South Carolina wearing this uniform. So you already know, as soon as you step off the base, it's magnet. Mm -hmm. Just everywhere. But I think for me, the thing that I would change is I wouldn't have went to the military because I would, I wonder what my life would have been like had I stayed out and went to college and tried something different. Now, I know that there are repercussions to that, but just like you know, you say the butterfly effect that you change certain things, there are certain aspects about that movie that are inevitable. Yeah. So even though you may change your course, you always end up at the same destination. So certain yeah. things might slightly be here or off or different, but we all were destined to meet. We all were destined to come together in some form. So I love my time in the military. Like it was it it helped me to grow as a man. Um, but I honestly wish that I would have gone to college and see where my life would have taken me. So,
2: I feel that
1: too. You know, that's that's my answer. You know, I'm not going to be like Dre. <laughs> Cop <laughs> out, <laughs> out every time. Nah, but no, I, no, I, I no, feel that. Was, that. This,
5: this, was, this is all true <laughs> I'm yeah. not
1: saying it's not no, Dre, but fail. every episode, bruh. <laughs>
5: How are uh, you, you going to tell me how I should feel about answering that? Oh,
1: no, no. I'm not telling you how you should feel. What I'm saying is whenever we have a subject, you always skirt over things. I'm not saying you should feel a certain way.
5: Yeah, it's it's hard for me to open up. It right. is. Yeah, and I, I I, I've said that, can... in, I said that in other episodes. Uh, you know, I, I, um, <laughs> I don't trust people. Not saying I don't trust y'all. But what I've realized in the past, because I used to be an open book. And people can use that against you. We talked about that.
0: Right. And I
5: do fail you with being open, you know, open and, and eventually not. bulletproof.
1: And mind. I ain't never telling you how to feel or how, how you should conduct certain things. But when you secure on who you are and you know what you got going on, how they going to hold it against you? This is true. And then, eventually
5: I, I get to that. I'm, I'm a work in progress. But I'm man, wise it's, enough it's, it's to better. know that everything ain't for everybody.
1: No, 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 no. I'm not saying you should share everything about your life. I'm just saying every episode, you skirt over everything. Like, you got that three-second answer every time.
4: But in in Dre defense, right, especially on this answer here, because it's kind of like what they said, you know what I mean? Like, I... I, Dre, I was going to say the same thing, because you know, there's plenty of things. Like, (laughs) the second thing that came to mind was going to say... Man, I would go back to high school. I'd have made some different changes because you know, your boy wild out in high school. You know, I did. <laughs> I did. My thing, and after man. high school, yeah, it had to. But
6: <laughs> shout out to the click.
4: Right, but also, <laughs> you know, I was gonna leave out my dad's situation because even though it was tough, right, <clears throat> and that was my dog. You know what I mean? You know, losing him, it did change my life. Like I woke up. I, I woke up. Because, you know, I, like I said, 32, I became a, that's when I realized like, yo, no, 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 you just becoming a man today. So it changed, it, it molded me to be who I am today, who, how I conduct myself in my own family, how I raised my son, you know, how I, as you can hear, <laughs> if you heard that. but, you know, it just, it, so I almost went with that to say I wouldn't change anything, even though it was tough, you know, and that was a very, very tough stretch for me. But it really did mold me and make me who I am today. So, you know, that's that's just a, a testament to your questions, too, Hendo. Like, it just, you know, it's just one of those things, man, you could go either way with.
1: Oh, no, no, I'm not saying that, bro. I'm just also, saying, too, in defense <laughs> as well. I'm just saying, you know? like, sometimes, share sometimes. I'm not saying this particular question in general. I just mean mm-hmm. at some time. You know what I mean? I'm not telling you with, when, where, how to do it. But if you're going to be here... You at least gotta say something sometime.
5: I, I could have sworn last week I talked about my ass getting whooped in front of my sister.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you good. know,
5: I, I talked about me having um
0: he did. The, my issues
5: with my uh with my um you know, my strength is hard. I had was
6: hoping, what, he was hoping, <laughs> what he was hoping you would say was you would go back in time and get back those shoes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what he wanted me to say. <laughs> you know, but, but it, in,
5: in, in all actuality, I have a lot going on right now. Um, I definitely wish things were better with what's going on right now with me, but, you know, because of the people around me, I don't wanna, you know, I can talk about stuff with my kids or, or or current situations. I don't feel like it's fair to them that I share certain things because I don't know how that affect them, you know, or what I'm going through right now, you know, with, with someone that I have there, you know, and I'm not the type of person, if it goes, you know,
1: I'm not even talking about yeah, those situations. You know yeah. I'm, not even, I'm not even talking about them situations. Because I know. I'm not talking about none of that.
5: But you know, I, I'm opening up in my own little way. You know, it's just, you know. Little and I said me. I had trust issues. So mm-hmm. one, one form of trusting people is to be able to go out there and peel back layers of the onion and trust that they will take that for what it is and not throw it in your face. You know, for
0: so. sure, that's
1: real. That's real. Yeah, for sure. Better than
7: being angry of at, at high school football. You know, at least you know.
1: I like mean, there. trivial, trivial things.
7: Yeah, like trivial things.
1: <laughs> I mean, we all have our issues.
7: It's right. At the edge,
0: homie. <laughs> 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 so these next
1: couple of questions are about to be on a lighter note. Okay. So, so me you, Jose. The next question is
7: find a lighter note. Just
1: nothing. We're about serious, to sing. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Close. But it says, when you think of a duo, who pops in your head first?
0: Oh.
6: <laughs> who are those two brothers in Double, in Double Dragon? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you remember the uh, video game Double Dragon? I know, know you. Yeah. I don't remember that
6: name. I don't know why. Because that's, that's like the first duo game we ever played. Like, you know, if you guys don't remember that game, was, oh, we're talking games. Oh, that's not what I am It's just, in no, general. General. Well, in, okay. it, it was <laughs> the it was, it was first two player game that I, I ever played. And, you know, I used to play with my older brother Omar. Like, it, I, I'm not sure if this was supposed to be the case, but like, you could actually hit each other, hurt each other in the game. So you always want to beat me up in the game. So like we start out level one fighting each other. <laughs> <laughs> he got you there, <laughs> Oh, I'm
0: sorry.
6: I'm, the, first, the first duo I think of is 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 me and B. Yes, lunch That was God. that was an alley
0: <laughs>
3: Chris. Um, the first thing that came to my head was Penny and Shaq. Uh, I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my head when you said duo. Uh, that's that's one of those what ifs. What if they would have stayed together? You know, Penny would Penny stay healthy? No, maybe they win some chips. Wow. Yeah, One right. of those greatest what if. What if? That was, have a
7: that theory was, on why they break up.
3: That was have, <laughs> have a theory. You don't need a theory. They got a 30 for 30. That's
7: true. But I think Shaq lied in that, that 30 for 30.
1: What did he say?
7: Because I think Shaq got jealous that Penny was more famous than him. So he left LA to be more famous than him.
1: I don't think he was famous. he was more famous. He just yeah, he was. You know, Penny was more he was, famous than him. Yeah, he I don't was. About that, he just, uh, he just little Penny. the had
7: the yeah the air. He had the, was in movies though. That fact. So, so same thing with true. Penny. He was rapping I with like, the Fool not, not
3: like Shaq. Penny bro. was in Shaq's movie. All right, I'm Blue, sorry. I'm sorry first. We lived oh, through it. You, you saw was... the YouTube clip.
7: Hey, Amen. I read a book about it. You it this? I watch YouTube. I read a book He
6: had the Shaq Fool video game. That's true. All
7: right, you know what? I retract my statement.
0: Yeah. Food snickers, Shaq's right. just an he... idiot. Then forget Sha- it. Shaq wrecked <laughs> Shaq
4: rat, Shaq rat with Biggie Smalls he and held his mm-hmm. own.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: Y'all heard about that story? Nah, nah. Shaq sure was supposed know. to be with Biggie that night.
1: That's all in oh, oh, LA. Wow. Yeah, he mm-hmm. fell asleep.
7: He fell asleep. Wow. And he woke wow. up to the news of him being yeah. shot.
1: Damn. Oh, wow, yeah. 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 Wow, he...
7: so like he was supposed to be at that party with him and then they were gonna hang out together, but then Shaq fell asleep. And they call, he 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 gets woken up like he's like Shaq you heard you heard Shaq like what what happened? Biggie got shot. He got shot, man. Shaq's mm-hmm. like what the hell? Just ha- what? Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the very next day he dropped sixty one against the Clippers on his birthday. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: shut mm-hmm. wow.
3: Shout out to
1: sleep. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> it just takes that one time in life man, yeah. to put yep. you in certain situations,
4: Mike. Yeah, I got two that popped in my mind. One was kind of like what Chris said. Before. The first that jumped in my mind was Penny. I mean, damn, not Penny, uh Scotty and Mike. Mm. Scotty, I grew up Scotty is my favorite player of all time. Um, but you know, watching them two play, I, I thought that I think that they go down in history as one of the better duos. And then Mario and Luigi, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh <Mario>, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
6: All right, Stacy, someone said Millie Vanilli.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't know
2: why, for some reason, Bellman Louise is coming up. Maybe because mm-hmm. it represents like my friendships as being like ride or die. Um, I have been blessed in friendship. Like, I can say I have a group of friends that are from when I was a kid that I still have to this day. More than family. Um mm-hmm. but then also cheech and chong and just as <laughs> of, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, the obvious <laughs> <Nobody> <laughs> popped in yeah. my head too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's just my life, I guess. <sighs> Wrapped in. Yeah. Drake.
5: Well, do any of y'all look at me T V?
2: No, what's that?
5: Okay, it's it's <laughs> it's a, uh old station. <laughs> well it's it's a station, right? A retro station. Uh-huh. And they bring back all of the old shows like Three's Company. Yeah. So I'm telling my age now. This is okay. a great show. We it, like that show. show. Yeah. Well, you know, struggling with the sugar and the oil cookies. Sometimes oh, I'm up late at night. And one night I was up. And Batman, the old Batman around. Oh, yeah. So, so when they first when, when the question first came mm. up, dynamic door, that's what I thought about Batman yeah. and Raw. That's the original ones, right? The, the original one. Right. The so Adam, now,
3: Adam West.
4: Yeah,
5: yeah, but guy, young Adam West. Yes. You, talking <laughs> about,
4: you talking about the bang and the pile joint. <laughs> yes.
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, not Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael. Yes,
5: yes, yes. So now I, I low-key record them, you know, and watch those. But growing it, it just takes me to my childhood, watching that, you know, as a child with that bowl of cereal. Mm-hmm. So Batman and Robin, the old school. That's where I you know go I
2: remember to watching childhood. that on slides actually. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Slides? Tony Tony, you do you about, remember Dom who the
2: had them? Do you the little, remember Dom who had man? those? Yes, we had yeah, the, and we we put them put the little in and you would on cook, the dryer. We were watching yeah. them on the dryer in the dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we had those, the Batman. Oh, like, yeah. a
1: Long time ago. Long time ago. Like 15 years. What? That's more than that. 32. All right. How about you first? <laughs>
7: um two two duos popped in my mind. It was and it was a weird combination. One was Casey and Jojo. Okay.
2: Mm. I don't know
7: why. Just Casey and Jojo popped in mind. And like all my life started playing in my head. <laughs> and then the now second one, yeah. And the second one was Crockett and Tubbs from Miami Vice.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. Because,
7: you know, because growing up, y'all may not know, I'm a big procedural fan. I watch a lot of cop shows because I pretend I'm in Wonderland and it's when cops actually do their job and actually help people, right? So it's fictionalized TV, in my opinion. Um, you know, finding out a murder in, like, two days. Uh, phenomenal. So, so like, yeah, so I, 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 Crockett and uh, Miami Vice was the first one I fell in love with. I used to think Don Johnson. You know what? I still think this. I think Don Johnson was the coolest mother lover on planet Earth. In his white mm-hmm. suit, It's pretty cool car, Yeah, that yes, cool car, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in that in yeah. that theme in that I theme music. Wow, uh, growing okay. up, I wanted to go to Miami. I wanted to live in Miami. I still kind of do, but you know, you know, then I kind of like don't because like, yo, Miami Vice was really dark. If you think about it, man, it was a lot of drugs, a lot of murder. Everybody was in it, like literally. Everyone was in it. Every other episode, it was a cameo of someone who became a superstar or became hella famous. So like, yeah, man. Reminds me of like
2: original bad boys. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. That Miami Vice. Yeah, (laughs) Crockett and Tubbs.
1: Yeah, for me, it was gonna be Mario and Luigi. (laughs) <laughs> no, that was, yeah. But Mike took that one. So I'm going to have to go Turk and JD. Ah, uh, yeah. For yeah. so y'all that don't know, that's gross. Yeah, Like one of the best shows of all time. So, hey, Yo, Hendo, be... you
7: a big fan of Brenner?
1: Brenner?
0: Yeah,
7: like Brenner. Brenner. Yeah, Brenner is nice. I like Brenner.
0: I love Brenner.
1: Well, the, the, the new type, brother. For me, nah, it's, for not like, morning, it's not like it's not like those Oh ocean.
7: yeah, yo, yo, your you new burner grass. i forgot about that. Yeah, grass. and...
1: Um, you're funny, country. sir. You're you're very funny. No.
7: You can't you can't get with the
1: rabbits.
0: Okay,
1: okay, Ferris. <laughs> <Okay, first. laughs> Since you want to be funny, all right. Let me take this time out for a second. I I'll the laughing, so it
5: wasn't really that funny.
1: <laughs> it, it, wasn't, no, it wasn't, Ferris. The jokes aren't funny. All right yeah let me take the time out because special surprise i have a
0: sponsor (laughs) i got my first sponsor
1: nice yes and shout out to b squared company they're selling merchandise listen the holidays are coming up easter mother's day if you want to go get something nice for your girl your people's whatever you know Shut your mouth first. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we got B-Squared out there supporting the show. And, you know, you can also save 15% if you use promo code HENDO15. So he has things like mugs, wine, wall art, personalized notebooks. And I know some of you out there still use notebooks. That's so a good I'm discount. It's a good one.
7: You know what
2: mm-hmm. I'm saying? 15%, that's a good discount. Somebody named 15. Hendo.
1: I got. I got about five. I five notebooks around right here. <laughs> I don't well, I'm not
6: gonna. I'm not gonna lie here When I'm at work, I use. I use sticky notes. I should get a notepad.
2: Is the not me. Turn okay. it down. <laughs> I'm like, Turn it down. Sorry, y'all can hear that. Hey,
7: Mill. Is that the? Music, that's the motorcycle from ba- Biker Boys. Is that? Is that what that is?
1: Um, I don't know. That oh. is that company's logo. Stop yes. putting people's business out there first. It's a movie. I was talking about a movie. You can't come on, man. You always got to take stuff too far. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
4: Shout out to the sponsors, man. We
0: love sponsors. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we, listen, we
1: try. We're trying to get more of them. You know. So you know, like 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 Jose always says, we're in the community here. We're trying to build something really, really special. So you know, if y'all know somebody who needs a business promoted, all these content creators right here, we got y'all. Got exactly. Thanks. All right. So this next question So with this next question They say it can tell a lot about a person To me I just think that it's just a, a personal preference So We'll just find out Are you a dog or a cat person
2: mm. Mike
4: Neither bro But if I had to pick dog I mean let me say dog I'm a dog person
2: <laughs> <Doug. laughs>
4: No nah, I Yeah I'm not neither, bro. I'm be honest. I'm that kid that didn't grow up with a pet. Like my mom wasn't having it. You know, almost. I I almost got a dog, and mom straight nixed that. Like, nah. Y'all won't even clean your own room, so I know y'all ain't gonna clean up after this dog. So nah. So neither, bro. You know what I'm saying? But but if I had to pick, I'm gonna go with dog. Snack case Cast just seemed mad sneaky. You know what I mean? (laughs) Shout out, but shout out to OTR Brandon. OTR Brandon had a cat named Mookie. Mookie was Mookie was the smoothest, coolest cat in the world that I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, I'm 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 gonna go with dog. Okay.
7: First. More of a goat
1: person.
7: (laughs) Goat. I grew up on a farm. So I we didn't really use dogs or cats. So you I grew up around, go. around a lot of farm animals: chickens, cows, bulls, goats. Uh, I I can't I can't can't do. So if you
0: had
6: to
7: pick one, because goat isn't Neither. an option. What the hell? Neither. I don't, I don't know. The dogs, man, like. This is just horror stories. All I hear, so like, oh, go. Yeah, I have this dog. His name is Maurice. He's a wonderful just dog. Just pick
6: one, Ferris. No, God, I don't, damn it. Fine,
7: <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, <know> <laughs>
7: Brother can't tell a story. It's not so That's it. all oh, you've I'm been, been doing. <laughs> Fine, cat.
1: Really? Oh whatever I
7: okay. Yeah, you. Yeah, I'll take you as a cat person. <laughs> no, you you.
0: no, no. Just, no. I, 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 I you ain't
4: appreciate. It? I appreciate y'all yelling at my man, Ferris. That's
6: like kind that. of a cat
7: answer. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not.
4: Just pick one,
7: Ferris. <laughs> Cats are low maintenance. They got our own kitty box. They got our own little box. Got to take them out. To, I ain't got to take them out to take a shit outside. I ain't got to walk them all the time. They ain't gonna ruin my upholstery. Cats, yes, they will, yeah, they will. they will. I didn't either, man. They all can burn in hell. I don't give you a damn. Oh, man, oh wait,
4: wait.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: there
4: was a message from my uh... <laughs> right.
1: this message does not reflect the panel, it <laughs> reflects that of LG. If, they, if, they the if they're both gonna ruin your
7: house, so why get either one then? By the way, if I did get a dog it? though, I got a great name for a dog
1: though. What,
7: yeah, if I did ever get one, I got a great name for it. What's the name, fast? Barksdale. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> Very clever. Yeah. And my oh, second yeah. one would be called Stringer.
1: Jose.
6: I'm <laughs> a dog, man. I never own pets. I'm I'm look, I don't I don't want any pets either at this
1: point. <laughs> but. You know what I mean?
6: but the question is, are you a dog or cat person? I'm a dog person. Right? But how do you know like, if you I, never owned a dog? Because I've dated somebody that's had a dog. My sister know? has a dog. Right. right, I love the dog. I just don't want. I don't. I don't want to have a dog here. That's all. I love dogs.
1: Thanks. Chris.
3: Uh, that's easy for me. Uh, I'm a dog person. Uh, I, I had three dogs before. Uh, favorite rapper DMX. Uh, people always used to know me. They used to be like, oh, that. Like when I moved out of this this neighborhood, people used to be like, oh, that's to do with all the dogs. Cause I I walk them without a leash. Like mm. and, and in New York, like you don't. You're supposed to have them on the leash, so when people see you walking with three big ass dogs, they're like, "Oh, sad. like, I so I, like I I'm, right there, yeah." Um, but uh, yeah, I love dogs, uh, but I'm currently dogless right now. My my last dog, she died uh, last year, actually, and mm. uh, I just, I needed a break because it was like 15 mm. years with just dogs, and then I had dogs and cats at the same time, and I hate cats, but um. I just I found some strays. They like my dogs. So they just kind of got brought into the family. And it was just, it was great. It was hectic in my house for a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely lean towards dogs.
5: Okay. Drake? Believe it or not, I had both. Shockingly. So, um, for my kids. So, I, to answer the question, I would prefer a dog. Because the cat. Man, like like Mike was saying, the cats, man, they just sneaky. You don't know where they at. They pop out of nowhere. You know, and I had uh a, a house, right? New house, but the basement wasn't finished. So, you know, a part of the basement that you uh we had people working in. So they was putting the top sailing in, what you call it, where you put the uh, panels the, on,
1: the drop sailing,
5: the drop sailing. So one day I'm looking for the cat. And he jumped out of there and almost lost my mind. But to answer the question, dogs, you know, if I had to pick. But we had a dog early and my son used to hit the dog with, you know, with his toys. And the <laughs> dog snapped at him, so I had to get rid of the dog. Mm. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I'm like a neat freak. So, I mean, I have a dog and a cat and my cat just recently passed mm. it, all my animals are like and my daughter brought a kitten in that was too little but ate like food ate hard food but i knew it was little we kept it like i was like this thing is not eight weeks i'm like it's probably six weeks, five weeks old if that so i babied it now it follows me around
0: okay
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it follows me around like it waits for me like mm. it you, you would be surprised what a cat does first of all every cat i get is like a cat dog um the one that passed away would go outside follow me walk up and down the street like if i was going to get the kids on the bus stop it'd be sitting there waiting you can see that on instagram um on my talks with stacy page i think i have a post with the cat just on a bus stop waiting and somebody pulls up and is like is that your cat i'm like yeah just sitting there like a dog so i got lucky with having cool-ass animals, I guess. Mm. Yeah, so both. Okay. I like both. I can't decide now.
1: can yeah, uh, <laughs> so you
2: just do both? Yeah, because a baby, little baby kitten, is always laying on me and it needs me. <laughs> my kids don't need me no more except for right now when it's, you know, nighttime, yeah, you and they're scared. I mean, you know, the nine-year-old might be in my room on the bed right now. But whatever. <laughs> right.
1: Um, for me, I hate animals. Oh, God. <laughs> terrible! I mean, I don't hate animal animals. I just, <laughs> I listen. I hate, I hate just the sight of animal feces. Like, it yeah, I don't me. like it either. Yeah, it disturbs me greatly. And you would think that it would be, it would be better off with a cat because they, they go in their litter box. <laughs> they keep to themselves, and that's why they had that debate about whether people are cat or dog people because cats are self sufficient, dogs are needy and need that love, but. If I had to choose between them, I would choose a dog because growing up, I've had I've always had a dog in my house. I had a husky chow chow mix. That was the prettiest dog you could ever see with a purple tongue. Mm. Dumb as hell. Didn't listen, but it was the most beautiful dog. So for me, I would have to choose a dog, even though cats, you can pretty much just feed them and let them go and they stick to themselves. Mm. So how's was the tongue purple. Because chows are like that, chow chows have purple tongues.
7: Oh, wow!
2: But they're
1: evil, evil dogs.
2: They're very not, they're not here for kids. Yeah, they are evil dogs, nasty. They'll
1: snap on you in a minute. All right, so this next question, you don't have to answer it. If you oh don't want to answer oh it. God. <laughs> and I go hold it against you. Oh that's, god. A, that's a very ominous first. Thing. I ain't ominous. worried about you. You ain't gotta answer this question. Um, I mean? but but the other five, if you don't want to answer this question, yeah, let us start with you, Stacy. Oh god. What so, is it? <laughs> this is the is people want to know. They have questions. So the question is.
0: <laughs> okay, you want it? Okay. I already know gonna... who asked it. Wow. I already know who asked it. Have
7: you ever made homemade porn? <laughs> I already know. <laughs> Amen. All right. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get. I'll be I'm back. First, right? I'm uh I'll be right back. I'm gonna go get my food.
1: What? Okay, he's gonna get his food.
6: Listen, we we're gonna but we we're gonna have to start naming names. Who asked this question? I know who yeah. asked the
1: question. Nah, we don't debulge days. Uh like. we just let the people ra-
0: I'm first. Yes,
2: you're first. Um, if you want to ask, I've never recorded it, but yes, I won't record it. You
0: know,
2: ain't no proof. No it. it exists in the memory. It exists in the mind. No, that's just my ass ain't ending up on no video out there in the world. No, it's only for the eyeballs and your memory. Okay, so but yes, I made it without videoing it. <laughs> 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 no, no, I have not. Okay, damn it. <laughs> no. Nah. Jason,
1: you should not know you should not know to answer this question. Dre. for me. Yeah, I have never did
0: it. <laughs> if, you want, if
1: you want to answer. If I mean if you want to answer.
6: I was gonna say no comment. Okay. I was a wild boy back then, back in the right. days. That's all I'll
3: say.
2: I ain't videoing shit. Chris.
3: Hell yeah I did. Um you know when you you with somebody for a while, you want to, you know, spice some things up a little bit, especially a long distance. Right. Long distance relationship. So um yeah, I have.
1: Okay. Um Mike. I don't know who no, around.
4: <laughs> nah, nah I was going to say the same thing Chris said Hell yeah I did it, Nah I ain't going well, yeah, yeah I'm married man, man. I'm married you wouldn't, do no,
1: you, wouldn't, you wouldn't do nothing like
4: that I'm married so you know Married people are supposed to do whatever it takes Right To keep it spicy so I'll just leave it at that Of course I'm married So you know married people do things like that Like on Like on Honeymoons and shit like that
0: you know, right.
4: so yeah, hell yeah. Look, it's 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 cool. It's cool to do right now. Making it, because the key Man, word okay. is home, right? Home, right? You know. Hmm? Now, if if your shit is on the site, <laughs> that might be the problem in it. But the home one stays between you and who you made it with. So yeah, not- I,
1: you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong at all. So um, as for me, yes, I have made several tapes and I shared with all my friends. <laughs> it did not stay at home. They passed that round like it was blockbusters. H- <laughs> hit those
4: shit. you kind of hit those shit down Patapsco flea market and shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a couple of dudes had a falling out. I don't know what happened to them.
3: And H- though out there like Mister Marcus, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that was, that was in my younger days. You know, before I became, you know, you know. I got. I, it may be something floating out there. I just know if it ends up on something site, so I need to get paid for that. I need to get paid for that.
2: And they don't. Oh. They said Pornhub, they just put it up and you're Damn. screwed.
1: Damn. <laughs> Damn, I need my money. Run me my coins. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next question. What would you do in life if you knew you could not fail at it? Chris. What
3: would you do in life if you knew you could not fail at it? Um... Um, I would say probably probably football being my my main job. Like, um, you know, I I, I got a, a you know steady career going for myself, but if I could, and it affords me time to do what I like to do, that's why I, I like my job. You know. It's it's a great job I've been there for almost ten years. Um, but I also have a lot of time to do what I like to do on the side, which is you know, cover the NFL draft and do that kind of stuff. Now, if I can make that like a full time job knowing that it's is not gonna fail, then I I'd be inclined to do that, do something like that and, and take that risk.
1: Okay. Dre.
5: Uh what would I do? Um I would try to Heal people, you know. I would do that. I, I have loved ones that um, aren't doing well, so I would. I would love to have that talent that I could heal them, or at least find solutions to uh, get them in a better place.
1: What's nice up, Stacy? Um, I
2: guess just. Venture out into just doing maybe podcasting full time, it's like hard to leave your secure nest job to take a risk. But, um, I wish I was more a risk taker in those areas. Okay, like,
4: yo, know, growing up, yo, know, my dream job was to be <sighs> a damn, it's crazy. <laughs> A <laughs> dream job was to be like a scout, right, for the NFL or the NBA, right? Then what ruined it for me, yo? Uh, and I don't remember if you—I don't know if you were there, Jose. Did you go to Roman Mill's wedding?
6: Yeah, yeah, I was there.
4: So you remember At the dude? Yeah, it was a dude in the wedding. I don't know if you knew but it was a dude in the in, He's a
6: Panther scout, I remember. Him. He, he was a scout. He gave me a car, I remember. Him. And he car told Carby, me, or whatever his name was. He
4: told me they ain't make no money. So it ruined He told it. me the same thing. <laughs> he ruined it for me. <laughs> but I was like, yo, when hmm. he told you the scout, I was like, bro, that's my dream like yo i would love to do that like just to scout talent whether it was NFL, or NBA or or what I am NBA, but just football or basketball, just to scout talent. Um but then he also told me like you made it to like the lead scout. That's how you made the money and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, it, it would be something. It would be something along the lines of, of you know, with sports, whether it's a scout, GM. I don't want to coach, but like something along the lines of something you love to do, and I, because I love sports, and I think because you know my days in 2K and Madden, and I and I built. I built mad, you know, mad Super Bowl championships and mad NBA championships. You know, I, I would love to do something like that, man. Scouting talent or, or building the team as a GM.
6: I wonder what he's doing now. I, cause we, yeah, I we, we, we might both talk to him at the same time. I'm going
4: to ask him. I'm going to ask him. Sorry. sorry. We, we kind of yeah. yeah. took off to it. But, yeah. 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 Yo, my man. So, my man got married up in New York, matter of fact. And, uh. Yo, like one of his wife's homeboys, you know, he was he was one of the groomsmen with us, and like, yo, he was like, yo, I'm a scout, and I was yeah. like, I was like, bro, put me down, and he was like, yo, they don't make no money. <laughs> He's like, yo, you gotta be like, he, you gotta be their lead scout to really start. That's when you start making yeah. bank. And I was like, wow, man, you just kind of crushed my dreams right there. But see,
6: one of the things I hate about the NFL, right? They got money to to, to... They had the money, they don't want to pay.
3: Yeah, they, they got a thing called um Ozzie actually uh got this thing that uh they've been doing since he was with the Browns. Uh they got 20 for 20. That's the 20 for 20 club. So what they're looking for is they're looking for guys in their 20s with no family, and they make twenty thousand dollars a year. That's the yeah. 20 for 20 club, bro. Yep. Chris, yeah.
4: it was something crazy like that. He was like, yo. Like these dudes is making like 40 k, and I'm like, what? And they all, and like you said, you know, they wanted them to be available twenty four seven. So I'm like, bro,
3: never home, always yeah. on the road, always living out of your suitcase. Yep, yeah, driving I don't in know. your car, like that's, yeah, that's like I would never want to work for the NFL, like because it's that's that's a grind, like that's a real <clears throat> real grind, like not just on you and your. Like like when I'm stressed at work, that's on me. But when you NFL level stress, that's going on your family because you're not spending time with your family. You're nice. missing out on so many different things, and it's just that time on the road. Like nah, get out of here with that. Like my yeah. time with my family is very valuable. Yeah,
4: I was blown. I was literally blown away when he told me that man. And he was like, like you said, living out of a suitcase. Like I mean, and you and you're judged on your like. Yo, you you oh yeah, yo, I seen this kid at Morgan State. You know what I'm saying? And like you riding for this kid and they and they decide to select him and he don't work out, like <laughs> that's it, you out. Wow. Yeah, it was it was wild. Thanks.
1: How about you, Jose?
6: Um, I I'd be a scientist. I think I said that on another show that that, that was something um that I was always interested in. Um like space, everything deal with space. Like, I guess, like astronomy. That's that's the branch of science. But yeah, I, I would, I would, if, if I could make a career out of that, because I would love being one of these scientists that discovered a, a new planet. You know, especially some of these Earth-like planets and different, uh, and uh, different galaxies. That's 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 amazing to me.
1: Okay, um, for me, huh, if I couldn't fail, I guess it would have to be playing wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens.
3: <laughs> Definitely get okay. opportunity. Definitely get the opportunity. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean,
6: you're, you're <laughs> <laughs> I mean a- Yo, you you only need about five hundred yards.
2: Damn, yeah, we went gonna, big. Yeah, if I'm not gonna
1: fail, you know, I mean, we might we might do some winning. How about you, Ferris? <clears throat> spawn took it from me. Actually, learned every language ever created. Mm.
7: Oh, okay. Like every okay. every language. Like and 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 remember and remember them all, never forget them, as well as remembering everything. Everything I mean, anyone ever tells me, remembering everything, anything I read, anything ever anything like everything. Because uh, mm-hmm. are you those, sure that's those, something
1: that you would really want to do? Remember, everything yes. that Somebody tells you yes. That means that means trauma, pain. That means everything,
7: everything, everything. I want to know everything. Because then I can make a more informed decision on the situations going forward. You know, if I remember like like the drama, you you don't want to remember it, but you kind of do because you want to know you don't want you don't want that anymore. You don't want that. So you don't want you don't want to forget that because you use that for a brighter future. So if you remember everything, because that's what happens nowadays is that people don't know the past and they just repeat it. Over and over and over and over and over again. And it's the same BS over and over and over again. And it's again and again. It's the same thing. People be like, why are we got so much deja vu? Because we literally did this like 30 years ago. What are we doing? So I want to know everything. And every language ever known to man. Because let's say, man, you drop me off in a, in a random country. I know how to communicate. I know where to go. I know what stores to hit. I know where the hospital is. I know where the good food spots are.
6: So if you remember everything your your significant other would hate you.
7: <laughs>
6: your wife yeah. would hate you. Every army. know. Nope. I remember on this date at this time so, you said you said this, this is Annette. She'd be like I hate you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, she would. All right, so I guess this leads into the next one. So Jose, it says space, burnt cities or deep ocean. Which would you rather explore and why? Oh, Wait. I I'm sorry
2: guys. I'm about to get off of here because they keep bothering me. But it was really fun talking to you guys tonight. And I want to be on the panel again.
6: Absolutely. Hey. Like nice wow. meeting you, Stacey.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right, Stacey. You nice, Stacey. Oh, yeah. Nice meeting you. Take and, care. Um, if you guys ever need me, hit me up on Instagram. Mom's talking shit podcast. Talks with Stacey. Um, Mom's talking
0: shit in
2: podcast, every, no, no. I'm saying the guys, if they ever need any advice, I'm here.
1: No, your information is going to be in the was, description.
2: I'm telling the guys
0: here, <laughs> not in the <laughs> world. The panel. Damn, the man, panel. We were chance. talking
2: about some stuff earlier. And said if anybody needs any advice, I'm here. So bye. Awesome. Nice meeting awesome. you guys. Nice, guys.
6: Space. I will explore space. Like I said, um, yeah, I, I want to discover new things. Like, I mean, you, you like you guys see these these stories about the, all like these Earth-like plants that they're discovering, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, just like our, our our search for like intelligent life form out there, and you know the possibilities. Like I will, I I want to be out there, you know, discovering that. You know, I I would like to make first contact with another uh, intelligent uh, civilization. You know, so yeah, definitely space.
1: I mean, I salute you on that because I don't make contact with anyone. Outside of this realm, because you don't know their intent. Well, you don't know our intentions to be.
6: I think we were probably we might be the most evil species out there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, Session. I don't think other other intelligent life forms uh, are trying to conquer like we are. We're we probably the most the most savage. You might be
7: right. Now you say <laughs> that, then you find somebody else. Trust me, there's always a bigger and badder person.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah probably. Like- yes, us. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I would
4: say buried cities, man. I'm, I'm like. Thanks, son. Handing me another beer. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I would say Barry Cities, man. Because I find myself like if I'm driving through a town or, like you know, my my wife is from New Jersey, so like when we up there, man, and we driving through, I'm like, yo, what would you know? What did that used to be? Or like a grandfather, you know. 84 years old, you know what I mean, been up there majority of his life, so, like, he, you know, yeah, this used to be this, this used to be that. But even if I'm driving around here, man, and you riding around and you see, like, an old building, like, it just, to me, it just, like, yo, I wonder what that used to be back in the day or whatever like that. So, I would, yeah, I would say Barry Cities, man. Like, I, that that stuff interests me, and it, it just, I can't help but to wonder, you know, when you see something that that's you know, getting, well, I guess condemned or you know, ran down or boarded up, like I just can't help but to wonder, like yo, how when back in this day, how was this particular area like? How was it moving? How was it working? You know, things like that. So yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say buried cities.
3: Okay, Chris. Uh, now ahead. I got a question. Am I doing? The discovering, yes. or am I sending a team to no. do the, all right? So that,
1: and I feel you want this <laughs> one.
3: That's easy, then. Berry cities, because I can breathe here. You know, I don't know how to swim, so I'm not doing no deep ocean stuff. Um, I, I could use a shovel, so I'm gonna go with Berry cities, but also, you know, it's like you know, like Mike said, it's interesting, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like you see these things, like, every now and then you'll see an article about, oh, they just found a whole city buried in, in Mexico, and you know, it's just all covered up, and they do, like, the infrared stuff, and, and you see, like, it's a whole map of a a city. And you're like, damn, like, the, the forest really just takes, the nature just takes back what's, you know, what's theirs. You know, and it doesn't matter what you do, what you build, like, eventually nature's gonna take over it, so it's fun to, like, peel those layers back of human history and, and see what was
1: before us. Thanks, thanks, thanks. First?
7: Buried cities. Because, you know how much valuable stuff you could get, like money, gold, all that good stuff in a city? It's tremendous. You know? Uh, And then you can, like, Kind of like create a museum right, and to preserve history, and you can and you can keep you can keep stuff around like like bro, like literally man, like, I remember watching watchmen, right, and the very mm. first scene of Watchmen is Black Wall Street in Tulsa mm. what what happened to that street like does Tulsa like what did they do to that street because they destroyed that street like they destroyed it. Like what happened, and then you 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 find stuff like that, and you preserve history. So because, like I said, people just love to not fo- follow history, man. My biggest pet peeve: people just love to lie about history and just love to have a history and create their own narrative with it, even though that's not the full story. That's why I want to like bury cities because cities have 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 history, and, the, and and cities can be their own characters, you know,
0: mm-hmm. and that's
7: why I do to bury cities. Means more of a, like a historical excavation. I think that's the word. Is that the word? Is that I don't know. I just made up a word. I guess
1: excavation. Is it is it a word? That's a word, right? It is. It is a word.
7: Okay, so I didn't make up the word. Good. So I, I use the word properly. Yes.
1: Okay, Dre. Yeah.
5: Oh, buried cities for sure. Just like Chris, man, I swim identical to a rock. <laughs> so I ain't fooling with no water at all. But um, y'all ever see this uh, on the Discovery Channel, they had this show, this series, where they would talk about where the world would be if something, if a uh, catastrophe happened. And I think it goes like maybe 50 years to 100 years later. Mm-hmm. And I was intrigued by that. I, I used to binge watch that. So, yeah, I, um, a week or so ago, I had a client that was 101 years old. And they had all of their faculties and everything. I mean, alert. I was shocked. I mean, of course, the, the person looked older. But, you know, 101, I was blown. So if I could have stayed there all day and just picked their brain, you know, I digress. Pretty much Burry cities is where I would go because I would love to learn, you know, things of the past. You know, I, I to be honest, I mean, they say dinosaurs were here, but did we really know that? You know, so I would like to really find those things out. Like Ferris was saying, sometimes they rewrite history. So,
0: yeah.
5: you know, very cities for sure.
7: Yeah, man, because there's a there was a there was an entire neighborhood underneath Central Park. They kicked everybody out. We're like, get out! We're gonna build the park, and they destroyed everything and made a park. It was underneath Central Park. I wanna know
3: a bunch of old black homes.
7: Exactly. Thanks. I wanna know. Really?
3: Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: That was a black neighborhood. And wow. They said and they, they did that in the Bronx too. Um, mm-hmm. people, people that black people, you know, poor Spanish people who lived in the Bronx, they kicked them out and they were like, We're gonna create this expressway.
7: So yeah, yeah, I was about out. to say, Chris, you the um is it the Brooklyn Expressway that cut through like <clears throat> a massive uh, complex that you could walk two minutes and end up making it have like a 30 minute drive just to get to the other side of the complex
3: Yeah, Is it's, it was? It, it's yeah. crazy like yeah. you go through there and it's a whole bunch of highways and stuff like that and that whole thing used to be a, a, a neighborhood and they just tore it down built over it and they did the same thing in Central Park told those people get up out of here we're going to make this park and they couldn't do anything about it you know and and now it's a beautiful park, but a lot of people don't know, you know, a lot of the the bad stuff, the evil stuff that had to happen to make that park happen. Word,
6: there's a,
0: there's a lot of neighborhoods like that across the yeah.
4: town. Yeah, oh, yo, Hendo, Zay, and and Dre, locally, man, right there where where Raven Stadium, mm-hmm. Oriole Stadium. Yep, yo, they took they took you know they they took people's home, you know. Well, it used to be Memorial Stadium back in the day, right? But that area. <laughs> Was, mm-hmm. was people's homes that they kind of just was like, hey, look, bro, mm. we got this. We got this team coming here. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, get out. But I got the role You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So,
7: yeah, it's yeah. In, mm. in California, you know that happened with Dodger Stadium. they're like, we we got we got this perfect site for Dodger Stadium. Everybody's like, cool. Where is it? Right in the middle of this Hispanic neighborhood. Mm. Right in the middle, and the cops in the city, bum rush people's houses ripped them out of their house. Imagine, bro, you're on the couch and a cop bust in and said, you got to get out now or we're taking you out. And you Mm -hmm. being ripped away from your house, your home to build a stadium for a team that sucks.
1: Doesn't really matter if the team sucks.
7: No, it's not. But I just wanted to add the part because they suck. But it was also a good point because they suck and it sucks. (laughs) I wanted to double Mm. insult them. Double insulting them.
1: So for me, it would be It would have to be buried Cities. Um, I'm intrigued with space, but not enough to want to go out there and find something. I don't sure don't want to be like Mr. J and go to the depths of the ocean, because we do know that there's life down there that's never seen the light of day, and you don't know what it could be. But for me, more importantly, I like history. I like learning about the past, um, why things were. And I thought Mike was going to kind of take what I was going to say. But in Howard County, there's a section where it's like a bunch of hills. Is hills where there were slave quarters on one side. I guess it's one side or it's on both sides. I think it's down there off of Old Frederick. Or Frederick Road somewhere back down there. And every time, in the times that I actually worked around there, I was just intrigued like these were literally slave quarters. And certain people made houses around them. Hmm. And I wonder what is actually underneath all of this. Hmm. Because, you know, Owella and all that stuff around there, all it is is a winding hill. It's just a winding hill that goes up and around. So, for me, I want to see the buried cities because I just want to know what's there, not just for profit. Just to see what kind of treasures I can find off of movies first.
4: I, 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 hey man, I, and, and I, I think
7: I
1: was being real.
7: You wanted me to lie? No, no, no I want some gold. Yeah, I said it. That's the only reason I would ever go down to the ocean: sunken ships, tri- <laughs> uh, pirate booty. You know what I mean? All that the, the jewels. I man, you ever seen Titanic? You ever seen it? Hmm. Technically, that stone in Titanic, technically, I looked it up, it's, it's technically worth $84 million. Technically, it's not like in the movie. In the movie, it's worth $84 million. Right. You know how, you know, the only movie ever in history that the ending of the movie ruined the movie for me. This woman threw $84 million <laughs> in the ocean.
5: <laughs> hey, hey, y'all, this, this might be a warped question. But believe it or not, it is. It, I had this thought before. But uh, burial sites, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
5: What happens eventually to burial sites?
4: Dre, it, once is, they it, it is very, very, very interesting you said that because I was just about to say that. I worked with a lady who, yo, <laughs> every waking day, and I thought it was kind of weird because I showed a lady, yo, but that's what she does. Like mm. she she searches for old grave sites, mm. right? Mm. And then some. There was one in particular. I think it was in out out like south, like PG County, that that area, Montgomery County, that area. And she was literally fighting a builder because a builder was trying to build like homes and shit on top of a old like black grave site graveyard. Wow and i don't know i I haven't talked to her in a while like we don't work together anymore but like so i don't know how far she got with that but she would tell me like every day like there's a there's an old grave site you know and she and it would brought her to me to talk about it is because of my last name and she was like you know your last name you know do you have any family that I could talk to cause maybe cause yo she looked all of this stuff up like the people that were there that were buried like she would look into them and she was like man your last name is Parker like you know I see a lot of that like hey can you, and I and at that time my aunt was living so I was like yo look I ain't even gonna lie to you I don't know I don't know it that deep I'll put you on the phone with my aunt mm-hmm. and they kind of connected man and you know somewhere down the line she made some connections and, and intertwined, but she was literally fighting to stop this, this builder from building over top of what was a grave site. So and, and that's just one person, you know, who realized what was going on and was fighting. And so that's probably umpteen different, you know, places and, and bur- old burial sites that nobody is like fighting for that obviously gets buried over, yo. Or, or build the, or build on. So, it's it very interesting that you said oh, that? I can
1: they... tell you one right now. You know, Mister G's is on Route Forty. Oh yeah. my God! You go yes. down You go. You go. You cross Route Forty on Academy, and right there is a bunch of apartments. You make that left. It's a church right there. It's a uh, shoppers, and it's a Planet Fitness right there. Mm-hmm. And right across the street, my grandfather's buried there, and they took half of that cemetery. And built a bunch of houses mm-hmm. over top of it like 10 years ago them houses are still there and we like how y'all building houses i know there's people buried over there because my great-grandma was buried somewhere over there and it right. was like oh we just got we got permission to do it so they wow. built houses over top of graveyards yeah yeah wow.
7: actually uh during katrina there was a cemetery that was under the sea level like under the sea level and When Katrina hit, it destroyed the cemetery, and coffins just Float. went, just floated away.
1: Well, everything in Katrina. Yeah, well, yeah, away.
7: everything in Katrina did. But yeah, like the cemetery got completely destroyed, and coffins came up and just washed away, cause it was under sea level. It was under yeah. sea level, and it kind of just like went went deuces.
4: Yeah, and I learned too, like you don't. There's certain certain states. Um, that don't require like votes, like I think Maryland they require you to, um, and the reason, like I said, you know, talking to somebody about this, you know, I I became Jose will tell you I became like a, a fortunate expert in funeral planning and like burials because I lost you know I lost my parents eight months apart, um, and then my brother the following year later so. All of that kind of fell on me. So, you know, I I just knew shit that I wouldn't I, <laughs> I would never thought in my life that I would know, you know, people would come to me for advice on shit like this. But like, you know, certain state like Maryland, you have to obviously pay to open and close the ground. But Maryland, you also have to buy a vault that the the casket goes inside of. Vote that's supposed to be sealed. I mean, that, that shit ain't airtight. It's it's hard for anything to be airtight underground. But you are you are required to purchase a vote to put the the casting in. But some cities and states don't require that, and I think um, Louisiana might be one. And that's why it was it was more so instead of you seeing votes and stuff like that, it was more. You know, you would see old caskets and stuff floating.
7: Yeah. Like that. Well, it was, I think it was a cemetery in the eighth ward, and the eighth ward is usually, um, it was like really poor uh, black people. So, like, you know, ain't, ain't no for no vote. You know what I mean? Like, shit, it, I couldn't afford one of Yeah.
4: I'm going to tell you. <laughs> you yeah, got to do what you got to do, though. Yeah. You keep your head above water. Yeah. Facts, sure. facts, facts. Yeah.
0: Fact.
1: All right, a couple more questions, then we're gonna get on up out of here. So, Chris, I'm gonna start with you. It says, Why do men display a tough exterior when in reality they are so sensitive?
3: Um, I think it's expectations of being, you know, the head of a family, the head of a household. Like, Like when I was going through my thing when I was a teenager, like I remember my mom crying and I wanted to cry too, but I was like. But get your ass back in there, like talking to that tear, like get back in there. You know, you got to be tough for your for your mom, and uh, you know, I just think that's something that's ingrained. Like nobody ever told me that. My mom was never like, "You got to be tough. You got to be the man in the house." She never told me that. It was just something that you know I took that responsibility on, and I felt like I needed to do it. And I think at times it could kind of work against you and make make you not really put yourself and your feelings first which i think is important to do you know obviously you put your family first but you got to take care of you before you can take care of them you know because if you don't take care of yourself then you're not going to be much good to them you know and so i I think you got to take care of yourself and then Then you're able to do, like like on when you're on a plane, right? They say, oh, you got to put your mask on first. Then you help out whoever's around you. Thanks. And uh, I think that's the same thing in life. Like you could care about your family a thousand percent, but you got to take care of you first. And I I think us men, we kind of forget that sometimes and we forget ourselves.
1: Mm -hmm. Can't pull from an empty cup. That's right. Dre?
5: I believe it's learned behavior. (laughs) you know i i saw my father cry one time and that's when uh his mother my grandmother passed my entire life i never saw him complain you know of course i saw him angry because i did a lot of stuff to make him angry (laughs) but ultimately he had that tough exterior to me like no matter what was going on at the time he was always that rock so I try to live up to that, but I am a very emotional person. I feel like I get that from, you know, I I don't want to go male or female, but I am the polar opposite of him with that, you know? So I really think it's learned behavior and because of him being that way, I try my very best to be that way. It's hard to do. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta go in the corner or go to the bathroom real quick or go to your car shed a few tears or whatever. But uh, I, I I struggle with that. You know, for some reason, we don't look cool if we're crying. Or, you know, we don't look tough if we show uh, a sense of concern, even when things look dismal. So, you know, long story long, I feel like it's learned behavior or the people you see around you. You know, and, and you say, hey, this is how they move. I guess this is how I should move as well.
1: Thanks. Ferris.
7: Um thing is just society, um, media, what they want us to be, what we should be. Uh, we kind of like get, you know, trapped in within that because you need to cry. Crying is a release. It's emotion that finally flows out of you in a way. After you cry, you kind of feel good, you know, because you've let everything out. Um, I have been one to fall in that category of don't cry, don't mm-hmm. show no emotion. I've, I do it all the time, but then there's days where I I let it all out. You know, you, I'm here crying about stuff that happened four years ago. Like, why am I crying about that? Like, what's going on? Because I didn't cry back then, and growing up, learning now, I'm now I. I cry in the moment nowadays. That's why I'm. I'm. I'm not ashamed say that. I. I am, because, cry it out now, you can then address it later. You know, because, growing up, I learned. I. I felt two emotions. Anger. And and, eh, happy. Sure, on occasion, happiness, but it was just anger a lot. I had anger management problems, because, I warped my anger and I took my other emotions and I made it anger.
0: Mm-hmm. And
7: I'm like, why am I angry? Like what why am I so angry? Like this makes no sense. Because I should have like cried or been sad for a minute. But I was like, nah, I can't cry or be sad. So I have to be angry. So I was angry. I was angry all the time. I was angry at stuff you shouldn't be angry about. You know, stuff that you know like I was just mad. Like just mad. Like I had no reason to be mad. Like there was literally no reason for me to be bad. Like there was like it's like I'm here saying, like that's that's why, and I think we should cry. We should cry, because crying is an emotion that every human has. You can't suppress one emotion; you mess up all the other emotions. Because you need equality within the display of emotion. If you, you know, it's like it's like when you lose a sense, like when you when you uh when you can't see. You know, doctors have said your nose and your taste kind of enhance because they're making up for your lack of sight. Say, you know what I mean? So that's what people say like you and you, if you can't hear, you know, your 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 eyes and your nose and your taste make up for your lack of hearing. And that's and that's kind of the thing with emotion. When we don't do one thing, the other emotions overcompensate for the thing you're not doing. You know? You you know, so like that's that's what I did growing up. I was more angry than necessary. It's it's okay to be angry. There's moments where I should have been sad when I was angry, and it's just society, man. They want to put us in the box. But I'm a peacock, baby, and I'm a fly.
0: <laughs> okay, Fly, <What was> <laughs> peacock, fly. let me fly. Um,
6: yeah, kind of a mix of what Ferris and Danny said. Um, it's it's a little bit of that, yes. Well, it's a big part of it. Uh, so, yeah, societal gender roles play play into it for sure. But I think some of that is human nature as well, right? Um I think I think uh we naturally as men want to be protectors for our family or, or our group, right? And you know the 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 not crying thing yeah it, it, yeah it's natural to cry and, and, and you gotta let it out. But you know for your kids you know, for your family. It's not to show that, oh, I'm I'm tough. I don't need to cry. I think it's it's more of a letting them know everything's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Cause like what Dre mentioned, and like Mikey mentioned, like their fathers were, were a rock for them. My father was too. My stepfather, you know, me me and B's dad. You know, um, yeah, you know, y- y- you see you see B's father very, very tough exterior, right? He's that guy, but Anytime you know there was an issue, like we knew that everything's gonna be okay because he didn't panic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like he just okay, you know, this is what we're gonna do, right? So, I think I think a lot of that plays into it, and I mean, yeah, that's just how our society is, man. Like, men, um, you know, like there's an expectation, like, we have those roles, and I don't think it's, um, you know, like, <laughs> look. look it, it, women women say oh well you know we we want you to show your emotion we want you to be emotional but you don't right like you you don't want to you don't want to you don't want a a weak man (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's just that's just what it is right like because because they say they don't like it but if they if if you if you show if if you show that sensitive side too much then that's going to be a problem too so that that's kind of that's kind of way it is yeah it's it's a it's a societal thing but also some of that is human nature it's it's a natural you want to protect you know your family your 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 group of of
7: people that's why bobby brown got whitney instead of Ralph Tresvet okay Mike (laughs) (laughs) Mike
4: (laughs) 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 look man look all of all of you guys everything that you guys said bits and pieces of everybody's statement Is why it's that way We did uh, Off the record We did an episode about this um, This very topic And you know to Dre's point It is learned behavior Right To Jose's point You You know You do want to be The protector Right To Ferris's point it is society that puts this pressure on us. To Chris's point, it's just naturally ingrained in to us. Even as young as Chris was, to see his mom crying and realizing, like, "Yo, I got to suck this up," so that you know she, you know, she don't see me like this. It is it's learned behavior that's been placed on. Every generation, right, back to where our father's father's father's, right? And it's even reached us, right? And it's to the point now where we got to be the ones to break this cycle placed on our little ones, right? Because we got to teach them that it's okay to show emotion. I speak about all the time, you know, when I, I was taught to to not show emotion, right? You know, and I even and and I questioned myself because when I was coaching AAU basketball, I was coaching young boys, and I would tell them, you know, after a tough a tough loss, and these are young boys who are upset and want to cry, and I'd be like, "Man, you don't never show your opponent that weakness." You cry when we get in that locker room. You cry all you want, but then, you know, now as a father myself, I even struggle with that. Like, how much do I want? You know that that whole thing of, of when you tell little boys, you know, boys don't cry, suck it up. You're supposed to be tough, right? All of this shit is learned behavior, and that shit ain't. It, it's 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 right. It's it's not right. It's a cycle that has to be broken. And I'm putting myself at the forefront to breaking that cycle for my son. Because as I spoke about tonight, losing my parents eight months apart, bro, I ate that shit so that my sisters, my aunts, my other siblings didn't see the new man of the house folding. But deep down, was broken. And to a fairest point. I'm crying about this shit on my past this past birthday a couple of weeks ago it's been nine years since my dad been gone and I'm, I'm crying about that shit now when nine years ago I should have been able or afforded that time or that opportunity to cry about it then but because society because of the learned behaviors because of those toxic traits that tend to circle in the black community Especially when it comes to men We are supposed to And we are told from a very young age That we are supposed to be Tough As young boys we not supposed to cry When you fall and if you fucking fall And you scrape your knee that shit hurt (laughs) So You know what I'm saying Like, and It still hurt Yeah and and it's crazy we discussing this now Because I just had this moment With my son a couple hours ago My son you know, he been talking about his thumb all day. Dad, my thumb hurt. You know, and my wife sees a cut on it, and I didn't see it. You know what I mean? And, you know, putting ointment on it, and they about to put a band-aid on it, and I'm like, and you know, he whining a little bit, and I'm like, yeah, it's okay, right? It's it, it'll, be, it'll be okay. Let's put the bandaid on it. And he says to me at three, yeah, Dad. And I was like, you strong, right? You, you strong. He's like, yeah. Yeah, dad. Oh, now as soon as I put the band-aid on it, oh, dad, it's all better now. I'll I'll never be scared again. And I'm like, and I, it was a moment right there where I had to tell him like, no, things hurt, right? And if it hurts you to the point where <laughs> you you want to cry about it, then it's okay. You know what I mean? You but so it's it's just a struggle for for black men in general because that's just what we were taught, bro. My dad looked me in my face when I found out my mom was sick. And no, will not deny, mama's boy through and through. And my dad looked me in my face and he took me outside to explain to me what was going on with my mom. And I start crying. He like, what you crying for? And I'm like, Nigga that's my mom like what you mean right. But that's just how He was taught In situations like that he gotta be Tough and to the same point You said Dre I seen my father Cry one time and that was at his Mother's funeral mm. One time, And I saw it on the sneak Because I just happened to look down the pew And he had his head down And I seen him wipe his face
0: mm.
4: So it's just It's just What we were taught and it's messed up and it's something and it's a cycle that has to be broken but it's it's i put it I, I lump it in those the toxic traits that circle themselves in the black and brown black and brown communities we gotta break that shit man we gotta let our boys know that yo it's okay to cry you know what i'm saying there's a difference between wine i can't stand that wine and shit <laughs> we ain't gonna whine But yo, if you fall and you and you fucking you know you twist your knee, all right, that might make you cry. You know what I'm saying? That tell your kid, your son, especially boys, that you'll suck it up. Boys don't cry, that shit is wrong. But we were all everybody on this panel were brought up that way, and that is exactly why men, especially our generations, display that tough exterior when really deep inside. We are sensitive. That's exactly the reason why. It is one hundred percent learned learn behavior, like Dre said. And
6: my nah.
4: bad, my, my bad hand though. Oh, go
1: you good, there. bro. You good. Be- you
6: before
4: good. you go ahead, I want to, I,
6: w- I want to I w- I ask Dandy a question because she said she made a comment. I love a man who can cry on my shoulder. Overly masculine men are turned off on me. Well, let me ask you this. Let's say you walking with your man, and a dude come up and just disrespects you, all right? Are you expecting your man to step in and, and do something? What if he says, "Babe, I—I I mean, I say something," but that dude looks a little threatening. I'm, I'm kind of scared. You cool with that? Or he says <laughs> he says something to the dude, and the dude smacks him, open hand slaps him. We'll, we'll <laughs> I be okay. Open hands, the open hand. You know, you listen. listen you, are, you already know how I feel about the open hand yes. slap, yes. right? Yes. He slaps him, and your man starts crying. <sighs>
0: Mm. Now, oh, everybody's damn. laughing. Like, nah, that's real. That's some real. Ahead. That's
6: some real. shit, some real shit We all talked about women, too. I hear women talking about how, how Chris Rock took that slap, yeah. right? Oh, he ain't do nothing. He ain't do nothing. If your man gets open hand mm. slapped, he starts crying because you know they, they hurt, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Uh, you cool with that? You still, you, you still, I love this man. Are you like,
7: uh, ah, hey man, man, there's also another layer to us, hey man, somebody, somebody's. These new new women nowadays, they put you in a position that you're not going in, and you can oh, end no, up getting yeah. no. Stagged, winning, you win.
6: You, you leave them. Like you don't yeah. ever let anybody put you. Listen, never let a woman put put their hands on you. I mean, no, no. I'm talking about put like put like the situation.
7: no, no. But like, you gonna do something? Like,
6: oh yeah. You, yeah. you leave those, you leave those you you leave yeah. those women too. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> if, you you leave those women if they start talking for you you know getting get, like tr- trying to start a situation you tell them to stop and they don't stop all right you know
7: yeah it's like uh, like it. that video uh that video of that stealer that steals that was talking shit to that one dude right mm-hmm. and she kept running her mouth running her mouth got her, her man out. knocked out then See, her, yeah. got her man knocked out yeah that's what <laughs> i'm talking about i think there was a Peace. video yeah that be a that there's a video it. in uh i think it was one of the discords we shared it in where this dude tells a story of how he was hanging out with a woman and her ex tried to come over Right. And she lied about him being over. And the ex was already at the door and he knocked in and he had to pull out his strap. And they and him and two of his homies walk in to the to the to the apartment. And the homie who was messing with the with with old lady was like, Hey man, you know what? I know how this is. I got I'm strapped. You strapped. We all strapped. Let me walk out. I'm done with this. And he and the homies let him walk out. And he walks. And he's like, I've never seen this woman ever again. Cause, she almost got that man shot because of her 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 baby daddy. Right, was all acting all crazy.
6: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. If you find yourself in a situation like that, man, like you leave that woman. Like mm-hmm. don't don't stick don't stick around. Like don't let anybody put you in in that kind of danger. Yeah, um, no. anybody that's expecting you to fight for them when you know when they can't they can't you know keep keep themselves out of the situation. Like it's one thing. Like things happen. You know, she said. However, if somebody blatantly disrespects me, yes, I will want my man to address them. That's that's my point right yeah but listen listen you know identity, like th- 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 this is my thing right when we're, when we're talking about like gender roles and stuff like that right um like you don't know what it's like to be a man right like words lead to violence that's why we're careful with time. what we with what we say right yeah. we're careful with how we handle situations that's why when yeah if I'm out with my woman right and April will tell you if there's a situation that, that she don't like before she go off I tell her like yo don't say nothing. You let me handle it, because especially if it's with another dude, because right. if he say something that's disrespectful, then I'm going to say something to him. And if we're not at a situation where we, we don't have cooler heads, that's going to lead to fists. Right. Or worse. Him. Right. With so
4: his head, his head smacked off.
6: R- right. Right. So <laughs> it's, 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 get it's, stuck. Yeah. 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 Like, so it's, it's not it's, it's not that simple. It's not that simple. Um, it's not. It's not. And I see you laughing when I ask a question. If if he got smacked and, and, and he started crying, how would you feel about it? I mean right. that's
1: a bad hey, question. That's, and that's part of the issue. That's but, but that's what question. I'm saying.
6: Like, yeah, you don't want to overly masculine. Man. I I get that. I get that. But I mean, like well, I said, part of that, yeah, but, but you do, but you do want somebody that you feel like will protect you to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. that's that's is that is that a societal role or is that human nature?
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's...
4: You got Mike. Nah, I was just gonna say. I mean, to 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 what Jose was saying to piggyback. Listen, there's two type. There's there's three type of women <laughs> in this world when it comes to situations like that. Like, you know, if she really down for you, she's either going to defuse and get you out of that type of situation. Mm-hmm. That's that's one, two. If you fighting, she fighting with you. <laughs> you know what I mean. So that 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 means she really down for you. That, you know what I mean. And then on the flip side of that, you got the one who you described, who who set the brother up, who didn't tell the ex that it was a mm-hmm. dude there. You mm-hmm. know, and that could have got very ugly. And like Jose said, man, you get out, you get out of those situations. So, um, all, but, all four were strapped. Yeah, like, and, and 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 it's funny because me and Jose was talking about this the other day you just how you know in differences is how men handle situations like that you know men are more likely to you know you might when it comes to conflict men are more likely to talk that shit out right or or it be an understanding like yo you know what i mean and it and it don't be nothing <laughs> we were if we go on group Group date nights or days or whatever, and yeah. we went out a couple, probably a couple of months ago. We were leaving the restaurant and a restaurant. trying all double date people? We man, it'd be like it'd, it'd, be, like, it'd be it'd be triple.
7: Triple dating people? It'd be yeah. a bunch of that. Damn. Yeah.
4: So you know, we walking out, and like this dude is like, you know, blatantly turning and looking at, you know, our ladies as we walk. Oh. <laughs> so me naturally, you know, I. I I laughed at it at first right like like bro but then like it gets to a point like if it's overly disrespectful then it needs to be addressed where you know he looked okay yeah cool bro thank you. you you recognize that we have beautiful women but if it gets disrespectful when the talk and all of that, that 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 goes to another level where mm-hmm. sometimes on the other side I feel like and just speaking on our women in general, because I don't want to, I don't want to put women in this bubble. But if it was the flip side, one of them, if not all of them, would have popped off. You know that Jose.
7: Stop uh, looking at my man. Right? Why you what keep the, looking at my man? What the, what the fuck y'all looking at.
4: It, it'll be something like that. You see you know these rings mean? on his
7: finger, not yours. Move on.
4: But you and know, guys me, 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 Zay, and, and OTR Brandon, OTR Quan, we just kind of laughed it off. You know, but we all turned and looked at him like, yo, we see you. Right.
0: Like, you know, all what I mean? three so, y'all at
4: the same time, all four of us. Four. You know of what right. So. So. But I mean, yeah. it, it, it's just that it's, it's just nature. It's just natural. It's just how it is. You know what I mean? And, and you know, that masculinity thing, you know, it's it's, it's it, it just boils down to man. It's just it's just taught. And it's it's what we feel we have to be. So. Danity and any female in here, and anybody that's going to rewatch this, like just understand even if you feel like you run into an overly masculine man, you know, it might take you telling him, like, yo, you ain't got to be like that, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, it's maybe just, his uh,
7: he's like, maybe his default, yeah, he just feels like he, like,
4: has, yeah, he to has to be to. that. But I think a man, especially us, our generation, we feel like, yo, that's what we got to do. Naturally, we are we are taught to be protectors, man. And that's just what we feel like we gotta do. And then we feel like showing any weakness, sure. you know, y'all ain't gonna want us no more. So we gotta play that role. So that's just what it is, man.
7: You kind of have to talk with your your partner about how y'all should act with each, like you kind of have to talk it through, right? Because both partners are gonna come into a relationship with a default setting. They're gonna be with a default setting. And then when y'all are together, you, you kind of if y'all love each other and kind of work it out, you get to a kind of like a setting where everything is just perfect. Very yeah, cool. everyone's at a default. Like everyone's at a default. And then when you, you know, like I really like this girl. She doesn't like this. She likes that. You kind of like, it's kind of adjusting like a radio, trying to get the perfect station. But, but you, you know, know what
4: the, mean? you know the problem with that, Ferris, is like the flip side of that, right? Of uh, of us learning that behavior on the flip side of that women are also learning and being told that that's how a man is supposed to be yeah, so yeah. You, so you're fighting both sides of that yeah. so being able to find a woman or or communicating to a woman and and they understand both sides of it that's the tough side that's the that's the tough part of uh, in in the situation of in itself so you it's just it's just a it's a whole you know excuse my french handle and your show is just a whole fucked up cycle that you know it is it, going to take people to break that shit because on both sides man both sides are, are are taught and trained to believe that that's how one another is supposed to be and it works I mean you know not to just like we 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 you know leaning on the women in this situation it, there's times where you got men who feel like oh you know they're taught that a woman is supposed to take care of the babies and you know cook and clean and things like that so it it, it happens on both sides of it but it's just that cycle man that somebody got to cut that shit off or put a stick in the spoke and stop that shit because it's just it's just it's just what's what's been going on for years bro
0: Years. Yes. So full disclosure. For me, so for me, oh, okay. <laughs> My bad, not bad. you. My bad. So for me, in, the, in this My situation, father? you good for me.
1: <laughs> for me. In this situation, in this situation right here, it comes down to three things. It comes down to history, ego, and women. As far as I see it, everything that you gentlemen said, all factually correct. So with the history portion of it, throughout history, men within gender roles were taught to be the providers. And us as men back then, you know, we were monolithic. We just had one way to us. We provided, we went to work. We didn't feel like we had to provide any kind of uh, emotional stimulation to our kids. Because if you look mm-hmm. back at it and you look at all the TV shows, I think back then, especially when motion pictures and all them started, they would see the TV shows and the father would just walk in the house and rub the kid's head. Mm-hmm. Hey, tell me a good day. And that was it. So that kind of set the pattern. As to how fathers are supposed to be. Now, as fathers and husbands, we were set to be leaders. And throughout war, leaders were never taught to be weak. Leaders were never taught to show weaknesses. So that trait has been passed down from generation to generation. Now, as far as the ego portion comes in, men have the biggest egos in the world. We have the biggest egos, but we can be hurt so easily. And that's why our egos are so big because we try to over-inflate and overcompensate for you know for our self-doubt so us as black men we already have the stigma to live up to that we are not totally human so to speak so we have that in the back of our minds so throughout slavery not saying that women didn't play that part but we were we had to be the strong ones you know we had to do certain things take certain roles to kind of try to keep the family together as much as you could during that time. Now, as time goes on, those traits are passed on they're passed on from, from father to son, brother and everything. I grew up in a house full of women, no father figure in my house whatsoever. So of course, you know, I was taught to share my emotions, you know, just let whatever it be would be. But then when my uncles came around, I get punched in the chest by grown men because it was stop being a punk, stop being a sissy. You know what I'm saying? Men don't do that. And I'm like, yo, you never had your father around either. So you never had anybody to teach you what a proper role model was. And where women come into this, and it's not all women, so Danity, Nisha, I don't want y'all coming at me, but especially with a lot of Black women, especially the younger women now, when men start showing their emotions, is you a punk? You gay? What's wrong with you? Because they like to take these video thugs and they like to take what they see in movies and TV and kind of correlate them to what a man is supposed to be. Because, unfortunately, once again, a lot of them didn't have fathers or proper fathers as as role models to teach them what a real man is supposed to be. And a real man is supposed to have many sides to him. He's supposed to be able to go out and provide for the family, protect, hunt, be emotional, be vulnerable. And I will say I fell victim to that for... 40-something years of my life where no one has ever seen me cry. But after a while, no matter how hard you are, it bottles up and it's gonna come out one way or another. Well, no, 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 Jasmine. I didn't say all women because we know you're more mature than a lot of them, but you know, I've you know, and I've had I've had women, not even just on this subject, I've had women where I don't just go out and meet a woman and sleep with them just to sleep with them. Cause that just was never me. Cause like I said, I grew up in a household of women. So I, I was taught to respect women. And the first time I turned a woman down with the first thing out their mouth is what you gay. You don't want this. I'm like, no, I'm trying to respect you as a woman. Just cause you don't have any self-respect for yourself. Doesn't mean I'm not my respect. type. Hoochie mama? Bounce. sex So it's, it's a lot of this stuff is just, nah, learned don't, behavior. Say don't say that. Don't say that. And, we we just don't we we just haven't been taught, nor have a lot of us had the proper leadership as far as the matriarchs and the patriarchs in our family to pass down proper things because once again they learn from their parents. And their parents would just listen, you take care of the kids, you take care of the house, I'm gonna pay these bills and make sure nobody break in. And that was pretty much it.
6: Also, man, mm-hmm. I wanna say, like, look, the, the reality is in in in, in this society. Uh, young young black man, or you know, or man of color, you you have to be tough, right? You like not necessarily physically, but you have to be mentally tough because this 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 society, man, it beats on you,
0: mm-hmm.
6: right? Um, you know, dealing dealing with with uh, you know, your job, mm-hmm. dealing with mm-hmm. you know when you're just driving and and you know that that it's always in in the back of your head. If I get pulled over, how's this gonna go, mm-hmm. right? I I mean, I, I work in the city, like I think about that. Every day. <laughs> right? right? Um, just, you know, who's going to challenge you that day? How are they going to challenge you? Like, you, you, you have to be built for it. You know? So, yeah, I mean, so, like, just living will, 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 will harden you to a certain extent.
7: Yeah, Work at a corner store. You'll learn some right. mental darkness. Yes.
6: No, absolutely fast. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you for mean, sure. You want
7: to learn some mental toughness, man. Learn that shit, man. You want to talk about hell every single day you walk in. Just eat like bro it's like the weirdest thing ever man like I like there's one like I am mentally tough nothing can really like I'm trying to like you know I'm talk my shit but like but it is like not a lot of shit can get in here and like ruin me right because i've I've been working in cells since I was fifteen like this and like his thing the problem is I've had this beard since I was sixteen so like i have I haven't looked sixteen since never like ever so so they always thought I was a little older than I was and I'm just seeing just... Humans are horrible, peep, Cute creatures, bro. They're not good. Like, same person walks in. Nothing happens. The very next day, same person becomes the worst human being known to man. Because they didn't want to pay an extra 50 cent. And you're fighting over 25 cent. And you're like, what are we doing right now? Like, what are we doing right now? And, like, you get... Man, I had this one dude call me a wetback. Like, just out of nowhere. And I'm like, one... Get your racial slur right. I'm a camel jockey. Okay. All right. Be, be, be correct in your racial slur. And two, don't let me slap the shit out of you. Get out of my get out of my store. All right. And then he comes back the very next day saying, oh, Are we cool? No, we're not cool. We not cool. Get out of my store. And then he's like, You need me. No, I don't. You literally spend three dollars a day. I can I can find that anywhere else. Get out of my store.
0: That's Three dollars
7: plus man. your BS ain't worth it. I don't want it now. Dip.
0: That's, like that's you think thought.
7: I need you? I don't need you. Okay. Money with strings ain't something I want. Like I don't want that. And every day, bro, you want mental toughness? Go work at a corner store, bro, and be a, be someone who's racially ambiguous, and they'll just call you whatever damn slur you want. But bro.
6: that 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 example right there is 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 why. Mm-hmm. You know, is, is why you're gonna show men have to show that toughness on the outside. He can't be like, damn man, you hurt my feelings, sir. Yeah. I, I, I you yeah. know, like, you know, like no, you, you gotta you gotta handle it, yeah. Like like did. a man will handle it. Like, yeah, you need to go out in my store, bro.
7: You know how many times I've I've been I've been accused of being a racist? Black. I've lost count. Just because I want to sell somebody a Swisher. You know why I don't want to sell you a Swisher? You it's because drink. you're black, young man, it's because you're 19. <laughs> It's against the law. All right. Call me back when you're 21. And he hits me. He hit my hand, and I almost kicked. The, and I almost beat the living snot out of him. He's lucky my coworker was with us, cause I would have broken that man's face. All
1: right. All right. All right. So we've been here question? for over two hours. I think I just We're going to get last question. I cry. <laughs> We're gonna get this last one, last one, and move <laughs> on. Hopefully,
4: it does it all right.
1: I <laughs> so, got a story for this one.
0: Sorry,
1: be real, Chad. I probably do got a story. All right, the last one for tonight. I'm not even going through all of Making the short version. Yes. So first, so, right, we're gonna start with you first. Surprising food combinations that you enjoy: French fries and smoothies. Okay.
7: You take you go to you you take a Neapolitan shake, you get the French fry, you dip it in and you eat it. It's pretty good.
1: Okay. Jose. Rice
6: and milk. you, well, you know, you have rice, rice and milk. In. Yeah, it's kinda of, it's kinda of like a it's kind of, but no, how I do it is you put you take the rice, and this this is this is poor people's food. You take white rice, pour some <laughs> right. you pour some, you pour some milk in it, get some sugar, <laughs> a little bit of cinnamon, and you throw it, you throw it in the microwave, heat it up for about two minutes.
7: You just made rice pudding, Jose.
1: That's what I'm thinking. Like, you eat hot
6: it. rice pudding? You c you can heat up rice pudding. Do you rice pudding is cold?
7: No, pudding's pudding. You, you can have warm pudding.
6: Listen to yourself, ass. <laughs> it's not it's not my it, it, is, it, is
2: it me being the poor person that <laughs> I couldn't like, eat it? It's like, up it's, it's,
6: like, it's a hot cereal. So so we so we used to eat this when you had we had anything else but yeah. Rice leftover yeah. rice. You put that in a bowl. Put some milk in there, heat up. Put some cinnamon and sugar in there. Got yourself a meal. Rice and milk.
7: You know what? There's actually kind of like an Arabian dish that we eat during Ramadan. What's it called? Uh laban. No, no, no. Um. Ah, damn. Okay, give me a minute.
1: Give me a minute. Okay, uh, okay. Chris.
3: Um, I'm gonna say you know like one of them struggle meals. Um. Rice and uh spam, some fried up spam. That that thing hits like you know, I haven't had to have spam in a minute, but I heard somebody talking about spam the other day. I was like, damn, i go for one of those that my grandma used to make.
0: <laughs>
3: some <laughs> spam and
1: rice. I got the name. I just somebody just asked me about did I want some vegan spam today? What is vegan that's, spam? That's not I vegan, don't that's not spam. I have no idea. All right, Ferris, what's the name?
7: It's called Shidbe. Should have been right. So there's there's two different ones, right? There's there's the red one, which has like meat and kind of some like lentil rice things, and like it's you know they season it and the it turns red, the color turns red. Then there's the one with the milk. It's milk, the little lentil rice things. They heat it up and they instead of cinnamon they put a little oil in it and you kind of just mix it up together. But I've never tried cinnamon though. Yeah, you. Yeah, so like, there's that. There's that. Okay. They, they 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 do it every uh, Ramadan. They they do both of them, right? You have the the one with the meat, and then you have the one that's just milk, a little lentil, a little oil. Definitely, it's definitely what you described, Jose. that okay. The cinnamon part is what kind of threw me off. But you described what, what what they eat? Yeah, kind of. I don't know if it's rice, rice, but like kind of a lentil thing. I don't, I don't know what it is really, but it tastes, okay. it, it tastes pretty damn good.
1: All right, Mike.
4: Danny took mine. You talking about the struggle, the college struggle meal, mm-hmm. <laughs> bro? We turned that into some gourmet, some hot dogs, and ramen noodle. That was like you ate that, man. Back when we was in school. Mm-hmm. Shout out to OTR Brandon. He tell you that that was like we, you know, you that was that was steak, though, you mm-hmm. know. That was steak for us during the week. You know, we had our own, <laughs> me and OTL Brandon had our own apartment. It was rough, bro. We 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 weren't on we weren't on campus eating that cat food. It was rough. We had the <laughs> we had the 72-pack ramen noodle. You know Ooh. what I mean? <laughs> Ooh, the value <laughs> pack. You know, we was like, all right, you know what I mean? Those some Hot dogs, some seasoning. If you was really fancy, you would throw some egg,
1: a egg in there too. Oh, yeah. Really so, so Mike, yeah. was it was it ramen noodles or was it oodles and noodles?
4: It was oodles and noodles. I'm okay. I'm a oodles and noodles. Right.
1: Because it was two. Noodles. It was two different ones. It's
4: two different things. People don't know that. It's two different things. But Dude, yeah. It
1: was.
4: Yeah, Danny D took my Yeah.
7: And Mike, man, you did you uh, did you cut the hot dog in half and like chop it up or like? You oh, you got chop it up. Yeah, you chop yeah. it up. No, but 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 what what I did is like, I cu- I cut it in half, then I chopped it up. It I, like you split it down so, in the middle.
4: I haven't did that. You okay. Know? But so, I might have to revisit that. You know, it, that was a struggle. That was a college struggle meal slash a jail meal.
6: Okay. Facts. Open so bread but, tuna and hot sauce.
4: I heard that one too. But now my brother got
0: I work. the there.
7: That's what yeah. I do at work, man. You're like get, get the get the tuna with the Chipotle sauce on it. Open it up, mix it up, heat up the noodles real quick, and then put it in put then in the put then the tuna in and then heat it up again. Yeah yeah. 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 That's a, that's
4: some that's some jailhouse
5: meals. <laughs> I, I grew up with this uh scrapple and apple
0: sauce. So. Oh yeah.
4: that's one right there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Trust you, me. Know what that is? you you can't, can't have a scrapple.
1: You yeah. cannot have a scrapple. <laughs> uh, is, it pork, is it pork related? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I can't have spam either. You don't listen, nah, you don't man. want now nah, they have turkey spam. Oh, they do, but it's not as popular as regular it's all spam different. You just you don't want scrapple. If you see the color of scrapple, mm-hmm. it will turn you off.
4: You, if you find out what scrapple really
1: is. It will I don't want to know what scrapple is, dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, my, was, it was some good shit back in the day. My my surprising food combination, and this was back when I ate meat pause. Um <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> you know what tastes you know what tastes really good. I don't know why. Chicken. Egg and jelly. If what? you get a bis- if you get a bis, if you get a chicken biscuit from Chick-fil-A with egg and yeah. you put strawberry jam on it, for some reason that shit tastes amazing. Sweet I can, I can, can see that. Are we talking about some savory? Sweet I can, savory. I can, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I can I can know, savory? Sweet savory. What?
7: The chicken and the and the and the peanut butter, the, the jelly. Sweet I don't and-
1: know what it was, but just something about the egg, the chicken, and the jelly together on that biscuit. Yeah, I can see that. she was mm-hmm. amazing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: A ma- Make it grape. Ah, I, I think I had grape too much growing up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm more of a strawberry jam person now. I'll take grape as all we got.
4: I just asked my wife. She said banana and mayonnaise sandwich. I wait a minute. What?
1: She grew nah, up on the east side.
4: side. I
7: ain't don't trying, say, to, I ain't trying don't to...
4: say you grew up on the east side. <laughs>
7: That Jersey thing. Nah, man.
0: She yeah, said know, East know, Side of Jersey. Yes,
7: exactly. It <laughs> don't matter what state you in. Amen, <laughs> hey mean hey Is New Jersey really a state just full of diners? There's a diner on every block. Is that true? I
4: I don't know, but in my visits up there since I since I've been with my wife. There's a Dunkin' Donuts on every block. I told, I'm like, yo, you got y'all got hella Dunkin' Donuts in here, <laughs> like, it, like literally, like would be Dunkin' Donuts right next to each other. I'm like, yo, <laughs> what, like? So I don't know about diners, but Dunkin' Donuts is, is running shit up. In Never had place. Dunkin' Donuts. It's good. Don't do it. Dunkin' Donuts, man. got a story. Don't do it. Oh yeah. Dunkin'
1: Donuts. Oh, yeah, but, yeah,
7: yeah. Don't do go. It,
1: so.
6: Don't go with Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, yeah. It, it, that what street was it? Don't don't go on that part. No, yeah. no, we're
1: somewhere in Howard County. I just don't remember. Oh, was it How- <laughs> Ke- Oh, you gotta <laughs> tell me
6: this
0: uh,
1: thing. Yeah. Oh. I'm gonna oh well, yeah. We were uh
5: we were at this restoration company, right? We were getting to the bag. So at this company, we did the vents. So we were had to work at night. So we were working the wee hours of the morning, cleaning the vents out. So, obviously, somebody had to be there to govern us while we were doing this. So, it was time for the store to open up, right? And a guy was on the counter playing toe with with, eeny, meeny, mighty, moe with his feet, right? (laughs) And somebody pulled up on the drive-thru window and wanted something, you know, some donuts. He didn't wash his hands. He didn't wash the crumbs off the table. Mm. And he like, made these donuts. Yes.
0: Yes. Ugh, Ma- nah. he made a It was oh, it was nasty, it
5: was nasty <laughs> dog. So you can't unlearn
4: that or unsee that. He put some to jam in <laughs> er. <He his laughs> hey,
1: like, oh. So first of all, he was sitting on the counter picking yes. his toes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. Hey,
7: your Mike. He was like, "Hey, man, you want jam with these donuts?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So that, that had to about. been about like twenty. years ago. No, <laughs> that ain't at least, right. At least 23, 24. 20, 20, It was. It was many it was, years ago. It was many, years, right, many bro. moons ago. And we yeah. have we haven't had Dunkin' donut Donuts since. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Bro.
6: That wasn't Columbia, was it?
1: I can't remember. It was so long. Yeah, ago. yeah long.
6: literally long. around the corner
7: from my house. It was house.
1: out Howard County. We were we were
7: familiar County. with Howard County back then. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. ain't right, bro. I hey mean, how often y'all eat donuts though? Like, I feel like people don't eat donuts a lot. Like, yeah, I'm mm. I'm not a, I'm not a donut person, but I, well,
6: I'm a sweet guy. So, listen, I miss Krispy yeah. Kreme though. I ain't gonna lie. Oh yeah, Krispy,
1: yeah. Oh. Now, Krispy yeah. Kreme. No,
7: Krispy Kreme, they always the glazed donuts are
1: always consistent. What happened? do they still? Is that still a fraction prune? Because they used to have some good donuts
0: oh, i don't know if yeah. i haven't seen fracture
4: prune in a minute i mean I'm y'all sure heard of, one
7: y'all heard Christian cream's green donuts they they there always is one. There's during, one Thanksgiving, in, uh, Frederick. during 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 st patrick's day so they got, mm. it's like a green donut
0: yeah
7: mm. it's like they dye it green and stuff it tastes pretty good actually i had it i had it before ramadan started it was pretty good actually i freaked out because it was green so that's mm. disgusting <laughs> <laughs> then i ate it because my motto is F it, let's try it. And <laughs> tastes pretty good.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, look,
4: I, before we get out of here, though, I I I just want to put since we're talking about things like this, I wanna if you don't already know picking
7: their toes.
4: No, <laughs> to my to my frequent frequent movie goers, right? One bit of advice. Always ask for freshly popped popcorn. Okay, all right. I used to work at a movie theater back in the day. We talked about this uh, off the record as well. Me and Alex used to work at a movie theater and we dropped some gems on people in that episode. And they were like, Yo, are you serious? I couldn't believe it. You know, it was like one of my first days there. And the manager's like, Yo, go upstairs and get the bag of popcorn. So I'm like, All right. So I'm thinking, you know, like the colonels. Nah, it was like trash bags full of like. <laughs> the night before it's popcorn oh that god. they that they keep and then they put it in the you know the popcorn bin and then they pop new popcorn on top of it mm-hmm. right. so oh my god always ask yeah you you screw my dog i'm i'm done. <laughs> look That's not, I just want to leave y'all with that, just because I just because I love y'all. I just want to leave y'all with that. And then they saw Drake's face and
1: though, yeah, Drake yeah, was, no. was like, "What?" He looked yeah. like he just watched
0: the movies yesterday. Yeah,
1: did you watch the movies yesterday, Drake? No, I'm glad I didn't though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, we've been here for two hours, over two, two hours, 20 minutes. I appreciate all y'all for hanging out and rock with us. But before we get out of here, everybody, let the people know where they can find you and what you have going on. Dre, we'll start with you.
5: If y'all love hip-hop like I love hip-hop, check me out. Mr. Galloway on Electric Relaxation every Friday at 6. Binge-watch it. Check me out. Um... I'm also on IG, all social platforms. I also do music, Baltimore to ATL, out now on everything, Tidal, Apple, Spotify. Check me out, Baltimore to ATL, Baltimore to ATL. I'm also on SoundCloud. Got a few mixtapes with your co-host. I mean, with with the host of the show, my bad, Hendo. So if anything, check out the mixtape because he on it. But yeah, Mr. Galloway on everything. Appreciate everybody that support me now. Much love.
1: Don't you have a Patreon and some merch as well?
5: I have some merch. Yeah. Uh, Disposable. uh, The luxury of. And it's good to be seen. And funny story about good to be seen. Because at first, I made that a t-shirt. At shirt 1st didn't even know that. We were jokingly saying it on uh, one of these episodes. I'm like, hey, okay. I'm going to make that a t-shirt. And I haven't told Hendo this, I made a song about it, so I got a song coming. Stay tuned, good to be seen. It's in the works, we'll permit on one of the episodes in the near future.
7: That's yeah.
1: what's up, spreadsheet,
4: Mike? Mr. galloway That's on spreadsheet.
1: Up. All that stuff will be in the description below, Mike.
4: Yeah, that, it's good to be seen. Merch is dope. I, I, I will be copying something, but look. I am Mike. I am the host of Open Mic with OTR Mike. That is the show. That's kind of structured like this, man. And this is dope. What you doing here, though? It, it, it's the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. And the structure behind that is exactly this, meant to allow you to see a different side of these gentlemen that you usually see talking about sports. And that's a, what I think you got tonight. <clears throat> If you aren't subscribed, man, go over to, to that channel. Subscribe to your boy. I just reached 300 subscribers. My Indeed. next goal is 500 to help go your ahead. boy get there. I appreciate you in advance. I am also one-third of rankings King's podcast. If you see, Ho- you see Jose, that's on his shirt. He is the second. And then B, somewhere in here, is the third of rankings King's podcast. That is just the best boxing podcast around on YouTube. If you are a casual fan of boxing, don't know much about it, you know, so you're a little shaky, but it's it's something that may intrigue you. That's the channel you want to follow because we invite that in because we school you, we teach you about the boxing game and what's going on, little things that you might not understand about boxing. So go subscribe to that channel as well as we are headed towards 300 on that channel. Also, follow me on Twitter at OTR underscore Mike. Otr underscore Mike on TikTok and OTR Mike underscore on Instagram. I follow back unless you on some of that,
0: that funny stuff. That yeah, funny yeah, stuff. We, yeah, we
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we don't follow if we but other than that, we follow you back. So that's it, man. I appreciate y'all. Indeed, indeed.
1: Ferris. Uh I'm Ferris Bunner. I'm one of the
7: founders of the Let's Get Ready Network channel. That's it. Uh, Yesterday, we celebrated our three-year anniversary. We had a special edition of our Patreon-only show, LGRN after Snark. Uh, But I'm also uh, the main leader of our our sports content, LGR Network. The highlights. I have a show every Friday, 3 o'clock PT, live or pre-taped. Me and Caleb, we talk NFC East, good friends, better rivals. As well as me and Adelia got our tennis show and uh which pop up during major uh major uh, grand slam weekends as well as master 1000 weekends like Indian Wells and currently Miami just finished so we'll have a video at, about Miami coming out in a, in a couple of days so let's get ready now with the highlights we're almost to 100 so make
1: sure to subscribe to that channel indeed indeed indeed. chris uh you
3: can find me on twitter at uh chris just joking um, I'm also one-third of the Deep Cover podcast. Uh, we're going to be pumping out some episodes with the draft coming up. This is a real busy time with us where we do you know, various shows. We do a mock draft. Um, we also do a a bracket every year where we take some players that we think are first-round fits for the Ravens. And just like March Madness, we try to go through the bracket through the episodes. So um, we're like... Four for five in the last five drafts, so we got a pretty good track record coming with that. So hopefully this year we get it right, and hopefully it make everybody happy. Um, and uh, I might be doing another prospect watch video, but y'all know how I do, so that's TBD.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: indeed, indeed, indeed.
6: Oh
1: shit! Uh-oh. Oh, 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 oh! oh. Uh, don't, don't don't drop that
4: ring, Hendo. <laughs> I was the phone. That's so important.
1: last but not least jose
6: all right i am one half of lunch break hot take do a live stream with my brother Brodney every wednesday night at 7 15 p.m eastern time followed by the overtime show uh, which you can find on our patreon at patreon.com slash lbht show and you can follow us on twitter instagram facebook and tiktok at lbht show and also check check out our website, lbhtshow.com. Uh, we got our store store on there. We got um audio podcast for just about everybody up here. Uh, when Mr. Galloway gets gets his audio uh going, we'll probably put that on there as well. So uh, check it out and um check out all these people that are there on um the audio side if you're into audio podcasts. Uh make sure you leave a five-star review.
1: All right, I appreciate you gentlemen for dropping by. Also, if you did not know, you have four six of the Ravens Roundtable on the Sip Tally films that we do Monday night every Monday night at 9 p.m. Make sure you come and check us out. Um, I think Danity had a question. She said, Chris, do you have your own channel?
0: No, uh, nah,
3: not by myself. It's uh through the deep cover channel, deep cover pod, uh pod channel on uh YouTube.
1: Okay, because yeah, Danity's mm-hmm. a big supporter, she supports everybody. Appreciate you know, it. she just wants to know. But I appreciate you gentlemen for dropping by. Everybody who rocked with us for two and a half hours on a Saturday night. I appreciate you. We'll see you next week with more topics. Hopefully some more lighthearted fun. And, hey, until then, we out.